want to know is, why does something always have to go wrong when we sit down to record the yeah. podcast? It's just that look. Something else happened as well the other day and I was like, how is this possible? We have a strange curse put upon us, perhaps <laughs> by a bog hag or witch. What the fuck's a bog hag? You wouldn't know because you weren't there when I cheated her out of her money. But she put some kind of hex on me. A, did you just make that up? No. A bog hag? Yeah. I've never heard that. It's a witch who lives in a swamp. That's horrible. And anyway, well, she lived there by choice. But I don't think she'd appreciate being called a bog hag. She doesn't appreciate anything. Anyone who comes <laughs> up to her, she puts some kind of voodoo curse on them. She's just horrible to the world. And she's not there involuntarily. She wants to live in the swamp. Okay. She appreciates the humid air, the fact that everything gets wet and moist. <laughs> she has a little wooden shack. That's always moist. And is rotting from the this inside. This is horrible. But anyway, this particular bug hag, who we'll call Helen. Helen? I s- Helen the bug hag? I swindled her out of her <laughs> life savings. And subsequently, she said, whenever you try and sit down and do a podcast, something is going to go wrong. Your angel. Okay. In angel, basically... He is a vampire with a soul because he, like, murdered a bunch of people hundreds of years ago and they put a curse on him and said that instead of killing him, they put the curse on him so that if he ever experiences a moment of true happiness, his soul will go away and he'll be, you know... Banished? No, he'll be evil again. Oh, this is a strange punishment. Meaning, if he wants to keep his soul, which he does because he's good with the soul, he's not going to want to experience a true moment of happiness because his soul will get taken away. This is... Anyway. <laughs> very involuted and Of course gothic. his soul does get taken away when he has sex with Buffy. Sure. And realises, you know... There's no... He's in love. ...pure moment of joy than climaxing inside Sarah Michelle Gellar. I actually have that embroidered on a tea towel in my kitchen. Do you know why I'm not allowing you to say that, even though you just said it? Because you said Sarah Michelle Gellar instead of Buffy. If you said Buffy, it would have been okay. But because you said Sarah Michelle Gellar, it made it wrong. I don't want to have sex with a fictional character. I'm not a sicko. (laughs) How dare you impugn me like that? (laughs) You're speechless. Yeah. You're re-evaluating your... There's going to be a running theme, I feel. Your paramour choice. Which you don't let yet see, but you will. Ah, you will. interesting. I like these else? Machiavellian games you're playing. <laughs> you know what else happened? Unilaterally. Yes. Wait, we haven't even said what happened yet. What happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, we sat down to do the podcast. This is just proof that we go off on a tangent and we never come back. That's true. Anymore. But we did come back this we time. We used to, but sure. we don't anymore. It's because I put down little flag posts mm. so we can make our way back through the cave system that we've been spelunking. Make way downtown. That was a tenuous link if I've ever seen one. <laughs> anyway, so we sit down. One of the microphones is not being recognized by the computer. I, of course, have to do some troubleshooting for this like two hours. This is a fucking two cool hours. story, bro. Anyway, <laughs> long Let's story short, and given the fact that it was only 30 seconds thus far... <laughs> No, Can't get much shorter. Even though I was in it, re-experiencing it made my <laughs> eyes glaze over. And you're saying this and I'm the one who did all the Whatever. Googling. Anyway, 
I had a what's the word an intuition about what it could be because a couple of months ago one of my computer mice or computer mouses what's the plural computer mice yeah i i I mouse stopped working and i couldn't figure out why it wouldn't be recognized by the computer and then it turned out that the usb connector had completely stripped itself the little connector bars had come come Uh, apart i don't know how and so i if that hadn't have happened i probably would have spent the next two days trying to figure out what was going on Mm. here but i thought maybe it's the usb cable and it was randomly for no reason whatsoever one of the usb cables for our microphones stopped working and luckily because it's just a generic whatever micro usb cable i had one to charge my xbox controller and the day was saved was saved i was just sitting here twiddling my thumbs wondering what to do (laughs) feeling sad that we weren't gonna do the podcast and then it all worked out and then i swept in You did, with your brilliant brain. Hmm. <laughs> and it reminds me that yesterday I was listening to something with my headphones. I put my headphones down on the couch, and that's how you know it's not like I threw them down because it's a soft couch. It's not like you did an Irish jig on top of them. <laughs> I put them down on the couch, went to pee, came back, and one of them... The left ear no longer worked. You hate to see it. And I'm just like, what happened to you yeah. <laughs> in that fucking 35 seconds that it took me to pee? And why did you break? And they're so expensive that I just want to cry. Yeah. Yeah. I like the official Apple headphones a lot. Me too. Now that I use those, it's like I'm I'm a snob and don't want to use You can't go back. No. You've seen the light. And it sucks because... They're even more expensive than the regular ones because it's the lightning port ones. Right. I used to use those really in-ear ones the li- where those. it's like a little circle that goes right into your ear canal. I can't put those in my ear. It feels so weird. And eventually I just got to the point where they started to really irritate my ear. And the, the Apple ones are really nice in that they're halfway between normal earphones and the in-ear ones. They kind of bend a little bit into your ear. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? Because the old, the original Apple headphones were like flat, but these ones go in a bit. And I remember being kind of, oh, they go in a bit, but it's fine. Yeah, they sound better. They help, in fact, because I have, I think, slight, like quite small holes hmm. <laughs> because they, it's like they don't want to go in sometimes and they fall out. Which I know makes it sound like they're too big and that's where they fall out, but it's not. It's that it won't sit in correctly and then it just... Do you ever... Have you ever given like a little spurt of liquid silk on there to just kind of lubricate the the entrance? Like I name dropped a very specific brand of lube. Sponsor us. We're not getting sponsored by lube. I mean... It could happen. Welcome to Lubecast, where each episode Lube-cast. we review <laughs> a new lube. change the name. Today we'll be discussing silicon-based versus water-based. Yeah. Your holes deserve the best. Did I write a review before of a liquid silk? Not for Liquid Silk, the company. I wasn't like... You weren't a brand ambassador. I mean, did I write a review? I don't recall. For it? I feel like I did. I don't know. This is ringing <laughs> a weird bell. That's I don't a know. weird way to put it. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to have to buy you some new headphones. 
Oh, the thing I was going to say was, as much as I like these Apple headphones, they do seem to break awfully quickly. Yeah, they do. They're very but, fragile. I mean, of course, that's like the conspiracy that, theories that they sure. aren't built to last. But I feel like it's a different problem every time, so I don't know how true that is. Because I feel like beforehand it's been the wire. But I don't think it's the wire this time. It's clearly just the one headphone. I will say I am quite rough with my headphones, as you have chided me for in the yeah. past. You wear them around the house and don't ever take them out. Even when you're not listening to something, I feel like you've got them in. And you're there, like, going around the kitchen doing various things. And we have these really weird oh, cabinet... Um, don't even get me started the on these. The handles on the cabinets are, like, these really long... Like, this, the metal part comes out even though it's, like, the end of the... F- the handle it still continues to come out and it always gets hooked on it and then you pull away and it's like ram it pulls it out your ears they are the bane of my existence yeah. i hate them so much i want to buy a angle grinder and cut off the edges of the bars <laughs> there's something about them they're like there's heat so seeking i'm looking at them and there's so many they're of all them. staring at me waiting <laughs> but there's something about them that they just snag the headphones perfectly. Yeah, so yeah. you don't notice that they've been caught while you're standing Ent- next yes, to it. Yes, until you pull away. But then when you try to walk the other way, they just yank them out of your ears. And it's so painful. You have really sensitive ears as well. I feel like me just trying to take a headphone out of your ear, like nicely, delicately, you're like... <laughs> I don't like it. I'm just a little baby with little baby ears. I've got dainty ear you canals. You do have baby ears. You have really small ears. No one wants to hear that. No, but in a nice way. Apart from a baby, maybe. <laughs> I have big ears. That's not, Why is it that when you say something like that, it's like an uncomfortable, awkward thing? I don't want you to say, no, you don't have big ears. I didn't. I don't want you to say your ears are fine. I know my ears are fine, but they are also big. We have had many a conversation Look, about this in the past. I have one ear bigger than the other. Why do and you the feel the need to tell is, people about this? And the story is that my mum tells me as like a really nice thing that your mum tells you, you know, to like make you feel better. And is also probably partly true is that when I was a baby, a little baby cat, I was in the hospital because I had meningitis. And while I was in the hospital, I was only 10 days old, so I was still, you know, forming. I still had a soft skull, as it were. And I basically had like a weird, like a drip thing kind of like in my ear. And it was like hooked to my ear like this. And I was on my one side for like a long time. And she's like, and so it pulled your ear. And like, that's where your one ear is like. So the idea is that your flesh was so malleable. It is when you're a baby. That, that slight amount of pressure For forever deformed your one ear. Yeah. Okay. I'm not telling it right. When she tells it, it's like this nice story that your <laughs> mom tells you. Because not only are my ears big, but my one ear is bigger than, even bigger than the other. And it sticks out because it's like the thing pulled my ear and it didn't get a chance to do the same as the left ear. My God. So I'm always saying to Ryan, I'm like, if it ever comes up, I'm like, yeah, because that's because my right ear is bigger than my left. And he's like, no, it's not. It is not. And I'm like, don't even make me get the ruler because I know it's bigger. And that's fine. I don't agree, A, that you have big ears. But big ears are fine. But I just don't agree that you do. And whether they are, there is a slight difference in size, I 
concede the point. I don't know. Maybe there's it's one so, millimeter difference. You know why it's annoying to me? Because I know they're different. And when I look in the mirror, I can see that they're different. Okay. So for you to be like, they're not different is like... Whatever. Dumb. This story your mom told you is... A, extremely quaint and cute and just wholesome. But B, it kind of makes you think of those weird folklore tales where they try to explain something in kind of weird, um, fantastical ways. Like you'll come across a petrified tree stump on some moors and the local tale will be that a, you know, a giant came along and chomped off the top of the tree trunk and it's forever been there. How is this reminding you of I don't that? know. It just That's is so along weird. the same lines. <laughs> How do we get on to big ears? I'm not sure. Oh, I said you had little baby ears. <laughs> don't say little baby little ears. Little baby ears. The, the listers are probably... <laughs> the li- the <laughs> listers? That, that word, none of the words in that sentence came out fully formed, <laughs> just like your ears. The listeners are probably the, thinking that I have guy. tiny little thimble ears. And you that's do. not true. You do. They're also like against your head. They don't stick out. Sure. It's like I can't see them. Do you want to see them? Until you turn your head. I can't see them really. (laughs) I could wear a head mounted GoPro so you could have a live stream of it at all times. How would that work? It would have to be looking at you. Yeah, it would be jutting out. It would be a neck brace (laughs) with a a bar jutting out. Yeah, you're going to wear a neck brace. If you want me to. Just so I can like... Wherever you go, I can still see your ear. RyanEarCam.com. This is weird. I would do that as a token of my love and dedication. If someone listened to this or went to RyanEar.com or whatever it's called, and it was a real thing. I always do that. Whenever someone makes a joke about something on a podcast and says whatever, blah, 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 dot com. TV. Yeah, I always go on that website to see if someone has bought it. And usually they have. Because sometimes they do on TV if if it's like... um, it actually really means something within the show. They will actually then do it. For yeah, it will be kind of like life. a little Easter egg for fans to find or be part of an ARG. It's cool. I don't know why you wouldn't, you know, you can seriously buy domains for $5 yeah, at this can, point. Yeah. It's so easy to have like, 15 domains to your name. We have five or six. Yeah, because, yeah, we do. Because we have like our own. I have two personal ones, and then... Are we web moguls? I think so. Are we internet mavens? Yes, definitely. Are we... Well, I'm a maven. I don't know what you are. Are we www.tycoons? No, that's stupid. Okay. I went one too far. You did, yeah. I believe in the rule of threes. No, I hate threes. Hmm. I like even numbers. That's true. I I really don't like the three. Because of its mystical significance. Because of its unevenness. You're not a fan of the Trinity. You think it's irrational. Yeah. You disagree with the doctrinaire Christians. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that gave us nothing to talk about. I don't know. I want to like. I re- I want to segue nicely into the thing I want to talk about. But there's no way to do it. But there's no way to do it. <laughs> just so do I'll a just hard do cut. It. So basically, just smash the bus through the building. I don't know how we got onto it, but I was telling Ryan this story the other day, which I'm pretty sure I had told you before and you'd forgotten. Even though you were saying to me, "How could I forget that?" It's you know. Yeah, and I said you have to tell this story on the podcast because it's so. Don't hype it up. Bizarre. Don't hype it up. All I'm going to say is it's bizarre. Okay, so 
When I was about 24 or 25, I was at university studying photography and I was doing, a, I don't know what project I was doing, but I, I think it was just like a, it was a brief, it was like self-portraiture or something. And I was doing some test shots. Because there were test shots, I just took them on film and then sent them to get printed. I didn't print them out in the dark room and do the whole rigmarole because they were just test shots. Um, it wasn't on film, sorry. I don't know why I was getting confused with that. It was digital. And I uploaded them. This is not. I feel like sometimes I can <laughs> tell a good story, but this is not going well. Sometimes you get too yeah, I do. And then I, in the I hate it when I forget stuff. So anyway, so I uploaded the prints to like I think I did it at Asda for English okay. people. You seriously have got lost in the weeds. <laughs> no, it matters that it's Asda. I don't think it does. It does because of what happens. It was Jessup's. Just no, admit it. It wasn't. It was Asda. So they were going to be ready in like an hour, and then I was going to go and pick them up. So I. About half an hour later, I get a phone call, and I'm like, hi, and she's like, oh, this is Asda, we got your photos, and I'm expecting them to say they're ready early or something, why else would they be calling? And she's like, can I ask you what these photos are of? And I'm like, they're of me. And she's like, well, what are they for? And so I explain that I'm at university, and I took some self-portraits and such, and she's like, the thing is, they look like they're of a child. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, I'm 24. They're of me. Now, for anyone listening who hasn't seen a picture of me, which <laughs> might be most people, because unless you go to like my Instagram, you're not going to know. You are on the podcast artwork. Yes, but it's an illustration. It's not a sure. photograph. But it's a photorealistic illustration. Yes. I was 24 then. I'm 34 now. And even now, just the other day, if you recall, oh, yeah. we got ID'd. She didn't believe I was 18. So that tells you that like most people think I'm a teenager or they think I'm like 19 or whatever. Now, these pictures of me, <laughs> I didn't have any makeup on. Not that I wear like tons and tons anyway, so much so that it completely changes me. But having absolutely no makeup on makes me look even younger. My hair was pushed back. I did look super young. And... I was wearing a boob tube <laughs> and you couldn't see it because it was a portrait. Okay. All you could see was my bare shoulders and my head. So I'm trying to explain, like, this is me. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, when you come to collect them, can you bring some photo ID and all this? I couldn't believe this. I had to explain. They kept saying, this person in the photos looks about eight. <laughs> and I'm like... This what? is insane. This is truly insane because I get the whole looking young, but younger than 10? Yeah. I look younger than fucking 10? I don't think so. So I went and she was just like, you know, doing that thing where it's like, oh, you know. <laughs> but then she was like, we really did think this was like a seven or eight year old. And I was just like, it's me. Like, I even purposely, because of the conversation we'd had. Sure. I pushed my hair back and I didn't put any makeup on so that I would look as close as possible to the pictures that they had. So, yeah, it was pretty bizarre. That's just pretty insane. Bizarre. Because also, what are they doing calling me, asking me about it? Shouldn't, if they really thought it was a child, I guess as well you might be thinking, 
but just pictures of children isn't bad because what if it could be your but it child? looked like you were naked but it looked like i was just in a with a with a white background like someone had put me in a room i guess and just like taking naked pictures of me so i could understand but again why are they calling me they should sure. have just called the police you know <laughs> hi we're calling you is this child porn no okay good come and collect them but then actually saying that they shouldn't call the police because if you've had the police calling on you for something suspicious you know what I mean? Yeah, That's sure. too. But yeah, I was just very. I, I can't believe odd that any of these things happened in sequence. It's a very strange chain of events yeah. to get to the point where someone is calling you. Did she not go to someone and say, "Does this look like a child to I, you?" She, w- when I got there, she was saying we thought because there was a couple of staff members, and I'm guessing they all thought the same thing and they were all in their 50s or 60s so i don't know if they just have like this weird kind of what have you got there and chris hansen was waiting for you take a seat (laughs) over here would you samantha what are you doing here tonight yeah that's really strange i do definitely take my back thing back about they should have just called the police they shouldn't they should have investigated i guess they asked me to bring id and to I guess if I just said I couldn't prove that it was me, then they probably would have called the police. But I was kind of, I'm saying like, oh, this is bizarre now. But at the moment, like in that moment when I had to go, I was freaking out a little bit. Because there's a part of you that thinks, what if they don't believe that it's me? Sure. But obviously to me and people who know me, it of course is me. But because they don't know me, it looks... This is such a weird story. I feel like it needs to go on the record, though. <laughs> so people know. So people know what? Your struggles. <laughs> your travails. Your tribulations. It's... Aside from that, like, when the other day when we were... We were just in, like, a home D- no, store. No, 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 no. No, because I have a point. But don't go into detail I'm about not. it. I'm it's... just going to quickly say, we wanted to buy some, like, knives. Some butter knives. Not even yeah. sharp knives. They were just, like... Yeah, butter knives. Everyone knows what a butter knife is, right? Maybe say it one more time and they'll <laughs> definitely get it. And she was like, have you got ID? And I didn't even think to myself when we picked them up, they would ask, you have to be a certain age. I just like forgot. And then my point anyway is... You got extremely irate with this I was woman. because I... You were indignant. You know what it is? Aghast. Because I know that I look young and obviously I like looking young. But it's so annoying when a person doesn't believe you because when she said, have you got ID, I kind of like put my hand on my chest and was like, I'm 34. Like, how very dare you? Do you know what I mean? It's really strange thing to have happen. And then I even said to her as we went to pay, I was like, I have a credit card. You have to be 18 to have a credit card. And she was like, it's not ID or whatever. And I was just, anyway, my point is, it is nice looking young. But it is also obviously very frustrating when people treat you like you're a child. Um, Hashtag the struggle is real. No, it's not. It's definitely first world problems. I mean, I just can't believe you've gone through these difficulties <laughs> in your life. We're going to start an Indiegogo for you. Sure. I was going to donate money to victims of hurricanes, but I can spare a tenner for you. You're Given what you've gone through. You're such a busy shit. No one should have to go through <laughs> that again. That. No, yeah. I'm not a victim in this moment. <laughs> Don't misconstrue. Elsewhere, my... though. Elsewhere. 
<laughs> what? Oh, elsewhere. <laughs> you have, you've been victimized by houseware. Oh, yeah. One time a ceramic photo frame fell on your head. Hey, that could be dangerous. It could be dangerous. Yeah. What were you going to say? How was your tea that I made for you specially? It was really good, but I don't really like drink, drinking tea on its own, I realized. Okay. <clears throat> I have to like be having it with, like I really enjoy my toast and my tea in the morning. And then the only other time I really like to have tea is if I'm going to like dunk biscuits in them. <laughs> Not biscuits like bread. Biscuits like cookies. What biscuits like bread? In America, biscuits are like oh, they're almost doughy. like scone type things, right? But savory biscuits and gravy. They <laughs> yeah, yeah, have, yeah, yeah. My tea is pretty good. Imagine dunking those in tea. Oh, please no! <laughs> I like doing the podcast with a hot cup of caffeine. I feel like it perks me up a little bit. Yeah, especially after spending two hours googling nonsense and trying to figure out why. A microphone is mysteriously not working. While I was just incessantly playing TikToks out loud. I need a little jolt. I need a little pick-me-up. Look, I might be addicted to the TikTok. I haven't made a TikTok, but I like watching TikToks. This is is, not only do you look like a child, but you have the proclivities (laughs) of a child. Yeah. You started playing Fortnite. No, I don't even know what that is. You've, You've been doing dabs. What's a dab? Oh. Yeah, it's that weird... You're so out of touch. No, because I was going to make a joke about... Because a dab is also a... I don't even know what it it is. It's a way of smoking weed. It's like a really intense... Bung, I guess. Why is it called a dab? I don't know. Yeah, you try to bring these things up... And then you don't actually know anything about anything, do you? No. <laughs> you really caught me out there. That's why I didn't say anything. But then you pushed me to the edge of the cliff and said, "Make a choice." What and I, choice? And I jumped off, but I was wearing a parachute because I was base jumping. No, I hate that kind of like fake in like movies and TV shows where it's like you really think they are going to kill the person, and then it turns out like it didn't kill them. Sure. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> we were watching something the other day where someone jumped out of a plane or something like that. And we both said it's so hard to go back and watch this stuff when it's green screen and stunt doubles or whatever. After watching Tom Cruise do the shit for real. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so hard to watch the previous way it used to be done now. We it seems like, so Cruise fake and never. lame. Yeah. <clears throat> Knowing that he really was hanging off the side of a plane or some shit. Sure. It's pretty crazy. He's got a death wish. See that the the Jack Ryan guy said that like he's too old to do action movies now. He said that about Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's just bitter because that Jack Ryan movie didn't do as like it didn't turn into a franchise. Like I guess. Wait, what, what Jack Ryan guy? The, John Krasinski. The writer, yeah, no, the writer of the books. Tom Clancy. Yeah. Who's been dead for some time now? Oh, wait, it might be the Jack Reacher guy. Did he communicate this via Ouija board? (laughs) Why is it Ouija board and not Ouija board? Questions. Questions for the ages. It must have been the Jack Reacher guy. Yeah, the Jack Reacher guy has said some... Every few years he says something about Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's very bitter about the fact that his books were made into incredibly successful films, even though they're just generic... But he hates them, ...tough guy bullshit. 
Yeah, I remember one time he said something about... He just said some kind of snide, derisive comment about oh, the fact he's that... small. Jack, yeah, something. Jack Reacher is supposed to be six foot, whatever, six foot nine. People get so hung up on and height. And Tom Cruise is obviously not the tallest specimen. But what is it... I mean, what is that integral to the character that he's tall? Yeah. Because it's not like Tom Cruise doesn't have a presence. Sure. Doesn't have he doesn't like command. Would you rather just some random Joe Smo because yeah. he's six foot six who has no charisma and no on camera presence? People do really get so hung up on height. I don't understand. Sure. It's never really been you know, an issue <laughs> for me. Um, when you see on dating profiles, I, <sighs> don't message me unless you're over six foot. And this girl is like four foot eleven. Sure. I'm like, why? <laughs> why does it need to be a foot and it, a half taller than I you? It's it's fine, obviously, because you can have a preference for whatever. But it is just funny to think that that is someone's priority. Yeah. Like. The one thing I need in a partner, forget everything else. The yeah. one thing that's a luck that we're going to get on <laughs> is that you have long bones. The longer the bones, the better the relationship. Yeah. They could be so perfect in every way, but because they are small or whatever, sure. or even just not even small. I've seen people say things like, oh, he's only 5'10". I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> he's only 5'10". Yeah. My God. Like, people just get so caught up on this six-foot business, and it's like, sure. right, Yeah, I've never gotten the hype thing either. I, I can see why people would feel insecure about it, because it, for some people, it is such a, a big thing that they go on and on about. But yeah, it's never bothered me. Cool, you... grandma. What? Are you a grandma? Why would that make me a grandma? Because you called me a grandma the other day and I've been waiting to just call you a grandma and I realised there's no right time. So I should just say that it. That was really weird. <laughs> I felt like I had fallen, fallen asleep for 20 minutes. <laughs> I had Jimmy fallen asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed so apropos of nothing you just sprang it on me <laughs> it's like i shook your hand and you just stabbed me in the head sorry Calling i did, your I, grandma is like stabbing i was waiting for the, the right time to finally do this but ageist is what, what you are no ageist and it would also be misogynist that's true because i'm objecting to being called a woman yeah sure you piece of shit. <laughs> That's twice now. <laughs> Three times and I hit the ejector seat button. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to tell you which one of us is sitting on it. Well, I hope that it was me in that situation, because why would you eject yourself? Just so I can get out of this bear trap of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> too far. You don't, oh, it's too far. That's too far. How dare you. I love you. I loved you. Well. Back in the day. I'll just cry now. Sure. Do you think it would be, is it okay for a guy to put on his dating profile, don't message me unless you're a D-cup or above? Yeah, no, it's not okay. Well, I don't know what you mean by is it okay. Is it okay in the same way that it's okay for a girl to put don't message me unless you're six foot or above? I don't think any of those things are okay. I think it makes you a bit of a dick, to be honest. But, but it, you can have a preference. You can have a preference, but I feel like those things are not necessarily preferences. It's more so like, 
I don't know. It's like, I don't know what it is. It's just odd, I guess. It would feel. I can't relate to it, so I feel sure. like it's really strange. It would feel creepy for a guy to do that. But I don't think it's wrong for a girl to say she wants but if someone I see that, of a certain height. I do automatically think you're a dickhead. So if you want, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people would think that. But is it only because he said it or because that's how he actually feels? If he doesn't say it, but he makes that discrimination just by the profiles he messages, is that okay? I think he's just like shallow, you know? I don't know. I'm not sure I agree. I have to tell you. Well, I think you're it's... a man. Okay. And you just want to get away with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Hashtag smash the Ryanarchy. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like, obviously, like you said, people have preferences, but I think they're a, a lot of the time. A lot of the time. A lot of Laura. I call day do it. No. I call day date anyone that ain't got a fucking E cup. Yeah, I think. Sometimes, Just a single. <laughs> I think sometimes these preferences they're born out a of single like boob. prejudices. Okay. Or um just being a shallow cunt. You know. Taking a you're taking a a tough stance on this. Yeah. Very much. No holds barred. It's dumb. It's like like we were just saying, you could find the perfect person, but what they don't have humongous tits. They're not <laughs> six foot seven. That's dumb. Both I, on the same. I get person. having a preference. Maybe you. Maybe he's saying, "Well, I'm really, truly not sexually attracted to a person with smaller boobs." Well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with that. Society's made you that way, and I apologize. I. Mm, I feel like we have very diametrically opposed stances on this. I think sometimes people say things like that because it's like. It's not even necessarily their ideal. It's it's a bunch of things. It's like it's like cool to say that, or they are just a dick and they have no. Sure, like, I kind of see what you mean. Kind of, it's like when a guy's like, "Yeah, he's got to have huge tits," but actually, he's secretly attracted to like other types of women. Yeah. but doesn't want to say so. It's more kind of like a posture. Yeah, the subtext of you saying that out loud is that you are showing that you are someone who is very demanding and very particular, and anyone who messages you needs to accept that. It's like you're trying to be a little bit kind of... What's the word? Like, bitchy and, you know, discriminating up front. So that people know that that's part of your personality. Yeah. And it's also kind of like a, my friends need to know that this is like what I'm into kind of thing. Because I care about what people think and this is what I think they sure. they think. Aren't you glad that we're not on dating sites anymore? Yeah, we met on a dating site. But we did, we missed out on the apps. Yeah, it wasn't, there was an app for it. Right. But it, not in the swipe type of way. It was just an app where you yeah, could... Yeah, this was before Tinder and Bumble and Grinder. No, Grinder was a thing. Oh. But, yeah, there was none of this swiping business. Yeah, I, I'm i glad that I missed out on this. This is when OkCupid was actually good. This was back when you could message people for free, yeah. when it was actually a usable service. And you could have, like, a full 
fleshed out, thorough profile yes. with whatever you wanted on there. You could have loads of pictures. And they also had that system where answer questions, if everyone answers questions, it can match you up with people who are like more kind of like you or what you're looking for. And I just remember I would just kind of like how people get addicted to the swipe, like it's a game. I would spend so long just answering questions as if it was like a fun, quizzy thing to do. <laughs> sure. Because then, then people could see your an- yes. your specific answers to specific questions. I think we were like 98 or 99% sure. match. And yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, OkCupid okay was the GOAT. It was good. I had a really long profile. There were actually people on there as well, I feel, looking for friends, not just sure. dating. And I felt like that it was more was, of a mix. That's kind of a little bit why I first went on there because my brother told me about it. He had met one of his wives. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Which he would appreciate. Um, he said he wouldn't. He, he had met his wife on there. Sure. And so he was like, but I just went on trying to like make friends at first. And people do actually kind of want to be. And then, but then I, I realized kind of as soon as I started up that it, I was looking to date. <laughs> so, yeah. I just but want it was it, good. I want to submit for the written record. Stenographer, take this down. Samantha messaged me first. Only because... I was so irresistible. No, yeah. I'm fine saying that. I was such first. eye candy that you were compelled to send the first message. I messaged you first because you were lazy. You Which is why? almost unheard of on dating sites. Do you know why you were lazy? Because there was, like, a couple of ways to kind of sort of connect with people you could obviously message them um and then there there was a little bit of a system within all that where you could i guess consider it swiping where they would just show you a photo and like one line of their bio or something and you could like rate them out of five stars and then you would be notified someone had rated you. Yeah. So I got a message saying, you know, Ryan has rated you four or five stars. I don't know why it said four or five. <laughs> I think to unlock the exact amount, you had to like, you had to pay. You that had was to get that the pro was, account. Because there was a pro account, even though most things were free. And I got a message saying that you had rated me four or five stars and... That's when I looked at your profile and was like, wow. Because you had a really good long profile. It was several thousand words long. <laughs> it was incredibly <laughs> detailed. Mine was long as well, but yours was Because like, I felt like, why don't I put as much of myself out there on the profile? Yeah. Then we can dispense with the... Because the thing I hate about meeting new people online is you have to go through that perfunctory initial period where you're just saying the same same shit basic yeah. personal details over and over and over again to each new person you meet i hated that too it's so tedious and it's so rote and it's so staid i just wanted to put that all out there and then we if we do message each other we can start from level two yeah and you would so often get messages from people where it was clear they hadn't read your profile they'd just seen your picture hey babe Oh, I hated that, like... Love your hair. Hey, babe, how how are you? How are you? It's like, <laughs> or they just put hi, and yeah. that's it. And it's like, 
No, I'm not gonna me- unless unless I look at your profile and do actually really like you. I'm not gonna message you back based yeah. on that because you're showing that you didn't Don't care, care enough. There's no effort to even put yeah a couple of sentences together. I would look at a person's profile, pick something out of what they had said, and that would be my first message. Yes. I would respond exactly saying that because that's the only way to do it because you've really got to say something other than like hi how are you because unless that person finds you really fucking beautiful they're not going to respond to it so you know but yeah so you had rated me and then i saw your profile and was like wow so i messaged you and then we just messaged from there and it went it was was... and because okcupid is now a dumpster fire yeah we logged in recently oh yeah and found that they had deleted all our old messages. Yep. Even though that probably takes I mean, up... it has been like nine years. I know, but that but, probably takes up half a kilobyte yeah. of text file space on a server somewhere. And they just said, fuck it, let's just purge all this old data. Because I was searching my email. It was so disheartening yeah. and so just upsetting because that's like a chunk of our history. Yeah, I was searching And now my... it's lost to the mists of time. Sorry, I keep like trying to interrupt you. Um, I know it's lost and I'm so upset. I was searching my email for something and within that search, like at one of the OKCupid emails came up saying, Ryan had sent you a message. And I clicked on it to read the message thinking, oh, a little trip down memory lane. <laughs> and it only lets you see like the first line of it and then it says go to inbox. So I clicked it and that's when I saw that the messages were gone and I was so upset. I was just like temporarily like, I can't believe that's all it's gone now. It's so... Because <sighs> we messaged, we were the type of people to send very long emails we to We were each like other. pen pals at first. Yeah, and I'm annoyed that I didn't, we didn't save them in some way. It's just, it's yeah. so needless. Why would you do that? Yeah. Luckily, this is back when MSN was a thing still. <laughs> um, we we moved from, even though there are a lot of messages gone, it was really only several weeks of messaging, even though we'd messaged each That's other. That's a lot for us at the start. All day, every day. Yeah. Um, but then we quickly moved to things like Skype and MSN. And I have our MSN That's cool. chat back to up. The transcripts. The transcripts, yeah. One day to be used in a court case against me. <laughs> Entered into evidence. Exhibit B. It's pretty cool that we have that. It is. That's where the majority, that and text messages, which we've still got. Sure. With the majority of our communiques. Yo, girl, what's your MSN Addy? Oh, God. Addy? Is that oh, not something yeah, that you... yeah. That's what people said when I was young. Do you remember ASL? Do you mean AOL? <laughs> <laughs> No. I know what ASL means as well, but no, yeah, I know, I know what ASL when people, means. Like you'd go on like the chat rooms, or people would message you on AOL, and they just go ASL. That'd be the first sure. thing they say to you. Not even hello, just ASL. Eighty one F New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, you can be an octogenarian on the internet. Sure, you shouldn't be. Why? Because you got see. This is more evidence than ages, your ages. Um, because you got delicate wrists and finger joints. Not at all old and, people and have And tapping on arthritis. a keyboard might give you fingulicular fractures. Fingulicular? You heard me. Fingulicular? <laughs> sure. Speaking. Do you ever want to oh. make... I, feel, I think we talked about this not on the podcast, 
We do have conversations in real life, listeners. No, we don't. We're just completely. <laughs> we go into stasis pods in between episodes. Yeah. Do you ever just want to make a Tinder profile and and swipe it? A little bit. It's like that episode of Easy where they say they missed out on like Tinder, sure. so then they make one, but then they actually have like a threesome. We missed out on the instant gratification epoch. Yeah, there's of a, dating apps. There's a part of me that wants to kind of see what it's like. However, I saw my brother was on it. And I had a little, like, I was watching him, like, do the swipes and stuff. And right. it just seems so. And then Were you I vetting set up, these girls for your brother? I was like, when he wasn't going to swipe the good way, I don't know which. I'm assuming right is good and left is bad because right is right. Because um, left-handed people are, are trash? Yeah, apparently. I mean, I'm left-handed. but You're you king know, of the I've trashes. Been, I've been treated like shit my whole life. Oh, God. <laughs> because I'm not I'm just kidding. This imagined um, victimhood. You shut the fuck Left-handed up. people. I'm just messing. Are a special breed of scum. <laughs> and you are a piece of shit. Hey. Three times. The a lady. Whatever. Um, I've never it? understood what that means. What? For that song, Three Times a Lady. Three times a lady. Just There's three reasons why she's an amazing lady, I think. like. Um, Could it be that her... Hyman has regrown. You know. Frightly. I don't want to speak of this. And so she's lost her virginity threefold. Are you like in the club with T.I.? Oh, yeah. Like, and by in the club, I mean in the Keep the Hymans Intact club. Sure. Can you imagine? It, it's so funny when people say something which should be one of your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. And they just say it brazenly and openly and That's flippantly. almost what's more shocking than the fact that he did that, is that he says it like people are going to be like, yeah, that's fucking great parenting. You're a cool dad. Yeah. It's like, why do you think that's okay? Sure. Not only to do, but also to then tell the world. It's that kind of... Like, it's very strange. ...movie trope of you being the hard-ass dad. Yeah. Where your daughter brings home her boyfriend and you threaten to beat his ass. Yeah. It's so odd. Anyway. There was one film, I forget what it was, but the the dad says to the boyfriend, whatever you do to her, I'm going to do to you. Which is basically a veiled threat of rape, which I don't think is okay, just based on my particular morals. Yeah. I don't know about you, but just speaking personally. That sounds familiar. That used to be the norm. And I think a I think lot of, probably in you know, places. 30, 40, 50 year old men have grown up absorbing that yeah it's pretty messed up hmm. what were we talking about when you started bringing up homers oh yeah the swiping thing and oh yeah and <laughs> then i also got like a, a look even though it wasn't for dating i recently got the bumble app but the bumble bff okay. side of it because i was kind of like trying to like meet new friends or whatever and I guess it's essentially the same. You make like a little bio. You can't put very much in there at all. It's not like when we're on OkCupid. Okay it's like Twitter. You only have like a very small amount of um, characters. And then you can put up a few pictures. And and then you swipe. You get to see exactly the same. A picture of the person. A tiny little bio that's like really small. And then you just swipe. Yes or no. Endlessly. And I hated it. Because I feel, I felt so judgmental. Um, not saying that people, everyone judges even subconsciously, but it was, it was like that amplified. It was like you're, you're basically judging them 
on a picture. And that's even shittier when it's like you're looking for friends. Sure. Because I feel like at least if you are looking for someone romantically, there has it's to kind be a of seen the norm. It's like almost the norm to be like, well, I'm not physically attracted to that person. But it's not the same when you're looking for friends. Sure. And then you start realizing that you are judging. And it's like, why aren't I swiping on that person? It says that she likes the same things as me and she only lives like so many miles away. Why didn't I swipe? And I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. And I just, I didn't like it. Your I eyes did. got so wide. And not only did I not really like the process, but it then turned out that you had to pay a shitload of money just to message people. And that was not clear to me upon signing <laughs> up. So I deleted it because it was dumb. Yeah. It's like you can only... Like, see the match. Like, you, you can only message people if you match. And then it's dumb. You know, the thing about Bumble is, is that if it was a, um, if you were using it as a dating service and not the BFF service, only women can message. Sure. The men can't just message you. Sure. I got that corollary. Yeah. 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 I figured it out. Oh, you did? I put the... the you connected the dotties? The two and the four together to make six. The polka dots? I guess. I, I can see why these apps are very addictive. Yeah. It's kind of a gamification of yes. personal interaction. It is. It's very strange. And I can also see why it felt worse to you. Because on a normal dating site, yes, you are mentally rejecting people in terms of they're not applicable or they're not interesting to you. But on these apps, you actually have to make a conscious choice. You have to do an action. You have to swipe left. Mm. So it's like you're discarding them. Yes, I felt very weird saying no. Right. Because <laughs> not saying yes, you are saying no. It's like I'm saying no, I don't want to be friends with you based on what you look like. Into the garbage you and, go. And I didn't like that. And obviously it wasn't all necessarily like based on what the person looks like i tried to not make it like that but it's hard when you've only got a picture and like one line and some people don't put a bio they My just God. don't even bother so all you've got is their name their age where they live and their picture so then it was like okay well do they live close enough because i was trying to find friends that i could potentially meet up with in real life so i didn't want them to live too far away so that narrowed it down but I just found that so many profiles was just like, yeah, I want to go out for a drink or go to the club. No. <laughs> no. What's your star sign? No. Tap your microphone down. What if they had written their whole bio on their T-shirt in the one picture they yeah. had? You had to zoom in and read it line by line. Something weird about the app as well is that like, to get verified, which I guess is important, is that you have to send a selfie. It says send a selfie to be verified, and then you click it, and you can't like upload a picture. You have to send a selfie sure. then and there, which is kind of good because then it has to be a real picture. That reminds but, me. Do you want to talk about the attempted case of identity theft? That you had to oh my God. remedy the other day. This is creepy, man. It is. So I post to Instagram a lot. Not even a lot, actually. Like, regularly, but not, like, obsessively. <laughs> a thousand posts. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I have a lot of posts. But um, 
I don't have like a massive following on there or anything, just like 1,000 something. 1,500 followers. <laughs> <laughs> I choked it down. Which to me is a lot, but I guess to other people it wouldn't be seen as a lot. Anyway, my point is I'm not Instagram famous, so I don't know why this happened. I don't know why you felt the need to preface this. Because I feel like I really didn't think this would happen. Okay. I feel like this type of thing probably happens to fa- to people with a lot of followers. To famos? Yeah. To quote-unquote influencers. Anyway, so I went on Instagram one day and I saw, you know, it says such and such likes your picture and you can see their profile picture. For a second, I was really confused because it was my face. I'm like, how have I got a notification for liking my own picture? Your doppelganger. Did I like my own picture? What is this? And then I I clicked it and it was so bizarre to see because you don't know what it's going to feel like until you see it. It was a profile. The profile photo was me and there was like seven posts. So it was new. All me photos taken from my page. And I looked and they'd all been posted within the last 17 hours. So it was like someone. And they'd obviously, as they were going through my photos, because they took photos from really far back, they obviously liked one of them by accident. And that's how I saw it. A rookie mistake. And you hate to see it. Yeah, because this page wasn't following me. So the only way. And they didn't hashtag any of the pictures. So there's no way I would have seen this. And so they must have accidentally liked one of my pictures. So I was just staring at it. You were asleep. So I was just staring at it for like minutes thinking they didn't even call themselves my name. They were called, it was like Smith something. Right. And they didn't even caption the pictures. There was no information at all except my It was in its embryonic state. And even though they'd only been up like 17 hours, they had hundreds of followers. And I'm like, how is this possible? Maybe Were they just follow for following? Maybe. Maybe their page wasn't new, but they had scrubbed it to make it right. new. Anyway, so I immediately went about trying to find, a, how do I get this removed? Someone's, you know, trying to be me. And at first I couldn't find the option to do that within the app. Every section I went to was like, report it for spam or report it for this. So I Googled it and found a page. And they were like, you have to upload a picture of you holding your photo ID. So I was like, fucking hell. So I did that and I kept trying to upload it. And I don't know if the size wasn't right, but it wouldn't let me upload it for the longest time. I was getting so frustrated. Eventually I sent it. And then I was so freaked out by it. And I went and I was staring at it for ages again. And so I then scoured the app within the app again to try and find the appropriate thing eventually found it and then 40 minutes later got a notification saying we've responded to your complaint and the the profile has been removed that's prompt that's really quick they're on the case yeah the instagram police force and that was because i had the ipd the app i don't know what happened with that other thing i never got a response but that's pretty crazy and I don't want that to happen again, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's creepy. To come across a profile where they have stolen your identity, literally. Yeah. What would they plan to do with that, I wonder? They just... Just accrue followers? Me, I guess. I don't know. That's even creepier. But why wouldn't they pick 
someone with more followers or more they likes. Ju- I think it's easier to do with someone that has less followers. Yeah. They must have just liked Because they're me, less recognizable. Which is really creepy. If you steal someone's profile that has a million followers, someone's going to be like, yeah, oh, you're true. Jenny Instagram. Yeah, Jenny Instagram. <laughs> that's really creepy. And the, yeah, I don't like it. Did the photo you upload, was that you in a boob tube? <laughs> Did they call you and say you look too young in this photo? He's <laughs> so funny. Is there a better, more adult name for boob tube? Tube top. Oh, that's not much better. Yeah, we don't call it a tube top here. We call it a boob tube. Sure. Tube top is an American thing, I think. But yeah, it's a weird name either way. They're weird tops. Uh, it's not something I wear out. It's something, well, I have worn it out, but with something over it. But not that you shouldn't wear it out. But I'm just saying, it's something I would wear around the Infinite house. Infinite backtracking. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. I wish I didn't feel the need. It's because of this woke PC culture. Sure. Hashtag libtards. I don't think we let that happen to you. Wow. Now that you mentioned... One, one last thing about this before we go on to that. Now that you've officially had your Instagram profile replicated because you're so pretty. Oh, that's nice. That officially means you're an insta-thought. You have become accredited as... First of all, <laughs> I repudiate. <Resent it. laughs> <laughs> I don't like using that term. That's too bad. Someone might be a thought and they're proud of it. You That's know? okay. And you are one. You are now their sister. So you're not saying it in a negative way? You are their brethren. I'm not their sister if they've stolen my identity. No, what but you're the about? sister of all Insta thoughts. I don't like this. Okay. You're an No. I'm going to take a picture of you. <laughs> Do you think I had to speak for a hot second in the middle of a sentence? Yeah. Um, we could make you an insta-thought. We could make you insta-famous. Do you think so? I do sometimes wonder if you were just like, if you made an Instagram page and you just, it was just you taking pictures of yourself, selfies, whatever, doing cute things. I'm like, you'd get so many followers. It's kind of you to say this. Of course, it's not true. It is true. You just be like the words. cute. You just be like the cute nerdy boy who's like reading or playing <laughs> video games or looking at himself in the mirror. And oh my god, that makes me think. Oh, we're gonna talk about it later, yeah. so I won't bring it. This is very flattering. I appreciate you saying this. Do you think it would be easier to make someone like if you were stewarding someone else's Instagram profile? Do you think it would be easier for you, for for you to get them Instagram famous than it is to get yourself Instagram famous? Yes, because you would do the things that they are scared to do because it's not you. Right. So, for instance, if you're insecure and you don't want to take a certain picture or you don't want to say a certain thing, you not don't feel that when it's someone else. You're like, no, just do it, you know? <laughs> like, if I was taking – if I made you a page – I'd be taking all these cute pictures, saying all this cute shit. You'd have millions of followers. I also think it's easier <laughs> for a boy to have more followers than it is for a girl. Because the girl Unless market the girl, is oversaturated. But also, girls are obsessive more than boys, I think. They obsess over, they're like, oh, this cute boy, oh, this cute girl or whatever. But boys aren't really, they can be obsessive, but like... In a creepy way. I mean, if we're generalizing things... I feel like... And it seems like we are. You know. It's kind of like if you have, like, a TV show where you have to vote. You have to call in and vote or vote on your phone. It's always going to be more girls voting than it is boys. 
Because girls do that kind of thing. Whereas, like, because they want their favorite, like, boy band to win or whatever. I don't think that's a equivalent <sighs> situation. Look, but I anyway, work in PR. And you don't. I know this. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the South PR business. I'm in the business of me. And baby, business is good. Well, I got a... What are we, what's the word? What's the word? In Identity thief? Yeah. I was going to say I got a stalker. Attempted doppelganger? Could that be classed as stalking? No. No. It can be classed as incredibly creepy. <laughs> yeah. And it is. But someone on my page being like, oh, yeah. Anyway. Creeping me out. Nothing like that has ever happened to me now. But the other week, it's so funny how these two things happened in fairly close succession. I've never had an active Instagram, but I do have an Instagram account just to view things. Yeah, or when you have to log in with a yeah, because it doesn't let you look network. at stories unless you I don't have in. anything posted on there. It's just a blank account that I use to log into whatever. But the other day, I got an email, and at first, I <gasps> oh thought, yeah, and it happened recently. I, I thought it was fake because you know how you get these phishing yeah. emails. Someone's like accessing your account, log yeah. in using this special Whoever phony clicks the link, no, Fugazi you just, link, yeah. And it said, we have detected a login from Malaysia. And recently, I haven't been to Malaysia. (laughs) So, I thought something was awry. The jig was up for this hacker. I logged in, changed the password. And then, I got an email a couple of hours later saying that someone is trying to change your password. Was this you? Mm. So after they'd been locked out of my account, first of all, I don't even know why you'd go to the trouble of hacking an account that is blank, that has no followers, that yeah. has no value. Does it have a real name, really? Has no social media currency to its name. It seems strange to me. Just make your own account yeah. at that point. <laughs> I don't know why. You, and also, I didn't have an easy... No one knows it's you either. Yeah. yeah. I... Use one of those randomly generated, whatever, 15 character passwords from your password manager. So it can't have been easy to get in there. I don't know how they they committed this intrusion. But yeah, they after they had been locked down, they, was, they persevered and tried to get back in. And eventually I just deleted the account because, it, you know, I can just make another one. But that was, that to me is creepier than your identity theft thing. Because that's someone... I don't think it's creepier. It's just different. Yeah, okay. But it's it's eerie in its own way. How could you say that was creepier? Because what... Someone didn't take your face. I know, but we can understand why they did that to you. Because yes, it doesn't make it creepier. You're it sexy, it... pink-haired chubby. Stop that shit. I'm not in the moment thinking, oh, yeah, I'm so flattered someone wants to do this. I'm thinking, I'm afraid for my life. Kitty, stop that. That's too dramatic. Kitty. 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 No, but it's along the same lines. Sure. It's like, you know, how hardcore is this person? And you know what I was thinking after it went? Are they now just going to make a new one? And because they're not going to accidentally like my photo, I'm not going to know and I'm not going to be able to find it. If they're not in the same tags that you use, you'd probably never come That's across it. That's what I mean. So That is disturbing. That is, exactly. And you're trying to fucking tell me someone breaking into your blank Instagram <laughs> is creepier? <sighs> I don't know. Around the same time as you got that, I, got a, I have a Facebook even though I don't really use it. And I barely log in. I had a couple of emails saying, 
someone is trying to log in. If this oh. wasn't you, click this. Did you verify it was the real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I always like look face- at the email, and if it's yes. something weird, like yeah, but this was like get at help Facebook z nine four two dot com. Yes, then you know yeah. that so this people don't click that is the spear phishing attempt. Spear phishing. Yeah, you don't know these fancy hacker jargon. 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 I am quite quite gone. What's quite, that from? Quite gar jargon. Quite gar jargon. Quite jargon gin. I'm confused. Padawan. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to see how long we could stay quiet. Yeah. Jargon? Yeah. Jargon. We should never have done those dabs before the (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Um, Yes, that's pretty mild. I feel like I want to show you a video of someone doing a dab. They use these really weird contraptions. You put, I, I think you it was use. A bong. No, it's not. It's it's a device, kind of like a bong. You you, I think you use. I'm really showing my ignorance here. You use some kind of concentrate, some kind of resin or whatever. You don't use actual plant matter, mm. and you put it on a on a heated element like a nail and then you inhale like a nail yeah i think they call it a nail that the part that you put the the substance on i sound like such a square right now where you put the the drug substance on and you get <laughs> this is super stoned really, this is not real this is something like and it's essentially the way i heard it put on a podcast is smoking a joint is like sipping from a glass of red wine but doing a dab is like taking a shot of absinthe it's just this really Whoa. intense absorption of a huge amount of because smoke. of the way you're smoking it yeah have you ever smoked resin no i have interesting it's yeah it was really weird when i was younger it was always like sometimes people would just be like no i haven't got any weed but i've got resin or whatever and in my mind, I thought it was like the same thing, but in different form. Sure. I guess. And I didn't really like it that much. I felt like it It was a different kind of high and also much more intense. Like you'd get high quicker, it'd be more intense. I didn't really like the feeling. Sure. Even though I would smoke it sometimes if there wasn't any weed going around. You got to do what you got to do. It also just looked so strange. Sure. I remember once being somewhere and they just had a big, fat fucking block of it, kind of like a GameCube size. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot. And my friend, I remember, she was just like, yeah, we need some more or whatever. And she'd just go in the room and she'd just like, like, Break some off or cut some off. So weird. I also feel like hot rocks. We get hot rocks like shit when you were smoking that. I got like holes, all holes in my skirt one time. I was very upset. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yes, I didn't like that. But was it the white whale skirt that you've been chasing? Yes, it was. Because then when I was older, I I remember getting another skirt exactly the same. It was very particular. But now, in recent years, you've been chasing this watermelon skirt. That is the apple of your eye that you've been trying to get on sale. And every time it's already sold out. 
Yeah, the thing with the watermelon's cut is I get so excited and I want it so much that then when I remember that I want it so much, because I'm obviously not actively thinking about it every single day, well, I'll go and check on the site to see if it's there. And it will be there, but it's £45. Now, <laughs> I'm not Rockefeller. Okay. Know? I don't have £45. I've been lured into this relationship <laughs> under false pretenses. I thought I- you were Samantha Rockefeller. <laughs> No. Vice President of the Trilateral Commission. Yeah. Well, I had to get you in somehow. That's true. So I go and I look and it's £45. And even though I love it and I want it, I'm just not down to spend £45 on it. So I know they have sales all the time. So I think to myself, okay, I'm going to wait for a sale. Then what happens is I forget about it because, you know, life is happening. And then I remember and I look and it says... £14. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but guess what? It's sold out. Sure. So I never get there in time for the sale to begin. So, yeah. That's this is a my, metaphor this for is, life. This is my story of the... And because it's like a skirt from like one of those like boutique clothing brands, people buying that kind of thing aren't necessarily reselling it. So, you know, it's hard to find someone selling it in my size on like eBay or whatever. Which I've not come across at all. And you've been trawling through the thrift stores. No, we don't have... I feel like... I wish we had thrift stores the way America has thrift stores. Our, like, stores like that, everything is really expensive. So I don't understand. Why don't we have it? I know. There were, when we lived in London, there were those kind of vintage stores. But it's it's vintage as in we're really expensive. Right. We might look like a second-hand shop where things are cheap. But actually, we're not. 400% markup yeah. for this old, tatty, hole-ridden yeah. ACDC shirt from 1962. Pretty much. And then I see people online, and they're like, yeah, I went to the thrift store, and I got this for $2. And yeah. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Where's it's, my $2? When you see that stuff, sometimes I've seen people say, I mean, obviously, clothing is not the, the thing for me, but rare books or some kind yeah. of cool old video game. And they'll post a picture and say, I found this for $1 Goodwill. I'm like, and it does make you want to go and search through your own secondhand stores. Uh, but then there's never... Those finds are one in a million. Unless you have that preternatural look on your side, you're not going to find those gems. You're going to find VHS box sets of Cold, of cold Feet and Emmerdale and Merseyside. You're going to find old garden gnomes. You're going to find stained kitchen aprons. It's so funny that you said Merseyside. Do you mean Brookside? <laughs> is that not the name of a television show? Merseyside is where they are, oh, I think. I don't know. But Brookside is what it's called. I was scouring my knowledge for shitty British soaps. Not that there are good ones, but, you know. Can't believe there was a soap that actually ended. Can you imagine? I know. Okay, I need to pee real quick. You pee on the spot. I'm not a dog. It'll keep you warm. It will keep me warm, but it will affect my human dignity. Will it? No one will know. You'll know that I did the rest of the podcast <laughs> pee-soaked. I thought you were going to say, no one will know that I did a wee. <laughs> that I was marinating in my own urine. Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to cook you later and I need the juices. Th- that's disgusting. It, is it? I'm disgusted by that. It's a delicacy. Where? From the delicatessen. In Sam Rosiland? Sam Rosaland. Interesting. It's a place. I want to go to there. 
Okay, go pee. Right now? Yeah, but you can go to the toilet to pee, but you still have to pee on yourself. That we've we've got caught in a cycle. That's I redundant. don't know how to get out of the. Pee what would cycle. be the point? I don't know how to get out of the pee cycle. It'd be better if I got into the bathtub to do that. Yeah. Have you ever purposely peed on yourself? Are we planning out the logistics of self urination? I don't know. Just go. And pee. One time I had a jellyfish bite. No, you didn't bite. <laughs> the jellyfish's teeth were so sharp. <laughs> I had a jellyfish thing on my tongue. On your tongue. So I had to. I had to piss in your mouth. <laughs> Kitty. 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 Okay. Eagle-eared listeners might notice that whenever I say I'm going to pee, we then start riffing about either drinking pee, <laughs> bathing in pee, Do recycling it? pee. It's our our knee-jerk reaction, you know. I like that you remember this stuff because I never remember what we do. That's because spending time with me doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> it doesn't lodge in the memory because it's just like I spend time with Ryan this day. I spend time with Jack this day. I spend time with Timothy Chalamet this day. You don't get to do it if you're going to say it right. Oh, how do I use it? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Timothy... Ryan- Chicken ch- chalo main. No, uh, I just fucked mm-hmm. it. Ryan has has finally been awoken. Oh gosh, to Timothy, to little Timmy Tim. No, don't say that. That's what they call him, Timmy. Don't call him little Timmy though. But he is little. That's he's like a little. No, <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't go wherever this path is Basically, taking you. Basically, we watched the king. Yeah. and then we watched some like we watched the actors on actors couple of videos that you did and you were you were, you were pleasantly touched what <laughs> by know. little timmy i you don't want to be t- little timothy chalamet he, yeah he's fine i wasn't smitten oh, with him or anything like that you were a little like bit smitten you no, were a little bit the smitten kitten he's fine i hadn't seen him in anything before and i can see what the hype is about he's an interest he has an interesting unorthodox charisma to him I can't quite put my finger on yes. what, what it is. But I, I see it. I see why I he's see he's being cast in so many different things. Little Timmy Tim. He was also very... The, the King, I didn't... It was an incredible, incredible film. But he was very convincing. Because he's quite a slight fellow, mm-hmm. old Timothy. And he's playing a king. And not only that, but he's playing this kind of formidable hand-to-hand melee fighter when it comes to clashes on the battlefield and i thought that was going to come off very implausible and ridiculous but he (laughs) has like a strange kind of ferocity to him i was gonna just say that he's like you don't expect it but in those in those combat scenes he actually did a very credible job of seeming like this is a guy who could actually handle himself he's like a young ferocious lion when the swords start flying how good was little? I don't want to keep saying little before everything. <laughs> How good was Robert Pattinson oh, in that God. movie? His French accent Your was Majesty. was a delicacy. Oh. It was a sumptuous <laughs> banquet. It was so good. His little cock and balls. <laughs> His little cock. And we're doing and that. The other finger thing. <laughs> we're doing the hand gesture that he was doing. Your Majesty. He's he looked so good in it. Weird with the long hair. He looked like. 
how Jasper was meant to look. Interesting. That's an inside baseball reference for you twihards. You really hit the nail on the head by saying the baseball thing. Ah. Yeah. That baseball scene you in Twilight, like that. Yeah. Alice is <laughs> incredibly hot in that scene. <laughs> My lord. Yeah. Some good is it shit. weird that I want to sniff her dirty baseball slacks? I'm I'm guessing from your facial reaction that yes. No, in which case I retracted it. It's not and weird. And I didn't say it. It's not weird. <laughs> it's hot. However, I don't know that you want to be saying it on the podcast. It's too late now. Well, it's been committed. It's fine to say honestly. To the indelible. If you're, if you're not down. Acoustical record. That was a bit of a stretch. But that was a bit of a stretch. I was trying to figure out like how you got there. I'll but, leave it in. Um. Okay, so speaking of movies, speaking of movies, uh, movies, we have seen spoilers. S- I don't think we should go too much. No, we're in- not. But for some people who don't like to know absolutely, yeah, anything, we're not going to go into incredible plot no, spoilers. But there might be mild spoilers for Joker and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We saw them recently because we wanted to be part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> okay, we want to be part of the cultural conversation. I feel like we'd be waiting to see Joker for ages. I put a Z in there. There would. <laughs> <laughs> The conversation. The conversation. Yeah. That's really all I got. I don't really have much more. Um, I feel like we've been waiting for a while to see it, and then we finally just... And we saw Joker just as they were pulling it from cinemas. Yeah, well, they haven't pulled it, but it's like the last time the last left. Week. But yeah, we saw it, and you go first. Okay. I have said to you for a very long time, have I not... Have I not? Samantha Leanne Jones. How dare, how very <laughs> dare you. But it's like a cool French thing. It's intercapitalized, like le Anne. Le Anne. The Anne. Le Anne. That's pretty cool if you think about it. Yeah, sure. Or it could be, why are you messing around with all Leanne? I can't believe you're giving She's away. She's drinking so much Lambrini. Trade secrets, <laughs> kitty cat. Oh, Leanne's a good girl. Why are you messing around with her? <laughs> if the listeners could see my face. Leanne? When are oh, we going to do a video podcast? Oh, Leanne's a smashing lass. Oh, God. Why are you giving her the old mess around? Or it's Samantha Lutton Jones. Yeah, that's much, much more sophisticated. As Robert Pattinson would say. What a refined metropolitan you are. How do you? Anyway. So, have I not been saying for the longest time? I was saying this before even The Dark Knight. And The Dark Knight yeah, quenched... Yeah, were you? Yes, I was. Well, I didn't know you then, so I don't know. Oh, you can't You can't <laughs> give me the benefit of the doubt. No, I don't think I will. And obviously, The Dark Knight quenched this first to a certain extent. It's still kind of a bit of a comic booky movie, but it takes it in a, in a darker, grittier direction. But I've always been saying that I wanted... A really, real. I know I'm not alone in saying this. I'm not some special snowflake, but I wanted a really grounded, dark drama about the Joker, because I just thought it was of all the characters in the the pantheon of either DC or Marvel, it's the character that most deserves and warrants and fits with it. I wanted something that w- didn't feel comic booky at all, something that was like a real psychological examination, some kind of thriller or some kind of, I don't know. I wanted that for a long time. Got it a little bit with Heath Ledger, but again, that had a lot of the comic booky tropes. But Joke came along and I was quite excited. 
I'll say this about it. I respect this film more than I enjoyed it. I liked it and I enjoyed it somewhat, but it didn't it didn't blow me away. It didn't it wasn't as awesome as I was hoping it was going to be. That being said, I did still think it was pretty good and again, the the main takeaway for me is that I really I'm amazed and I really respect that they made this film because it's such a ballsy move at this point to really go all in on a hardcore R-rated Joker origin story that's not part of the DC extended universe that might just be its own standalone um, continuity to have a film where it's 90% build-up and origin and background and setup. I don't think it was 90%. I think it was. But we, we can talk about yeah. that. And just to, just to have a film that's so unflinchingly committed to what it is trying to embody in film. I really respect that they made it. And I'm glad that it exists. I'm also glad that what you told me the other day, that DC have, they're starting this DC Dark section of films oh dc black yeah Yeah. dc dark makes a lot more sense than dc black yeah anyway i really i'm really glad that they what i was saying to you is this is the one thing that they can do to start to trump marvel because marvel can't make these gritty no i don't think they can films they're just it's not in their dna and they don't really have the characters for it at least in the, the the current lineup but DC can do that. That's what they can do to differentiate themselves and sh- and try and win people back to their stable of characters. And so this is exactly what they needed to do at exactly the right time. And I'm really hoping they keep making films like this. But overall, I liked it. I didn't love it, is, is what I would say. Is there anything you didn't like about it? The thing I said to you is just... I'm. This is hard for me to say because I'm usually such a stickler for I love a long, slow build in my movies. I like it to be a slow burn where you're sl- you're gradually set up for this big reveal, and that is what happens in this film. But it just went on for like a bit too long. I wanted it to see him as Joker a lot sooner than you did. That that's my main. That was my main. It's not even a complaint. It's not even a criticism. It's just a personal preference. I about halfway through the film, I start to feel like, okay, I've definitely imbibed enough of this background story. I understand what it is. I understand what you're trying to do with it. It's great. It's well done. It's very dramatically satisfying. Pulled off with a lot of panache. The acting is obviously exquisite. But now I need this motherfucker to put on a purple coat and start smashing <laughs> shit. That's how I felt, honestly. I know what you mean. For you, he becomes a Joker when he really, really becomes a Joker. But for me, he became a Joker earlier. And that's why I feel I see it differently. Okay. What would you give it out of five stars? Uh, I don't like rating films. I know, but because you're so, you're being kind of so. It was good, but, and then you can't really say why. I feel like you need to. I would give it 3.75 stars. Get the fuck out. 
Okay. I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. I will rewatch that movie. There wasn't anything I didn't like about it. Um, I didn't know anything about it at all, really, except that he was going to be a, a, a comedian. That's all I knew. Basically, I really liked how it was made. I liked the cinematography, the tones. I liked the era, what they did. New York, New York or Gotham, rather, looked so good. It did. Yeah. I Those liked... sets were just gorgeously designed. Yeah. When he's running through the city, that was so good. Visually, it is a treat for the eyes, this film. I liked the music and the score and everything as well. I just really liked the tone. The tone was so good. I You're agree. talking about that grittiness and it had it all. Joaquin Phoenix is obviously good. I feel like you don't even need yeah. to say that he's It goes good. without saying. I feel like everyone knew he was going to be good. And it's such a weird thing because when Heath Ledger was cast, he hadn't done anything like that before. So it was kind of like, oh, the guy from like... A Knight's Tale is gonna do, but then he was amazing, and I feel like even now some people are like, you still can't. Even after seeing Joaquin Phoenix, you, they're like, you still can't, you know. Top it. But even though we knew he was going to be good, he was still so good. Like I said, mild spoilers, but not like huge spoilers. His movement, just from the way he moved regularly to. All the dancing that he did, not just the main dance part towards the end, but all the little dancey parts leading up to that was so good. <sighs> when that fucking woman got up, we were in the cinema. Oh, yeah! In one of the one of the earlier dance scenes, when he's it's the first time he's in the public restroom. Yeah, this. I mean, it's not, we can't, we're not saying anything negative about this woman, but she got up to use the bathroom in our row exactly when that scene started. So we had to get up, let her through. And then by the time we'd sat down, the scene was like halfway over. Yeah, and I was like, well, who gets up to pee? You know what? That's a pet peeve of mine. I'm putting it on record. Why can't you go two hours without peeing? What if she has a bladder condition? Okay, whatever. It's a stupid <laughs> pet peeve, but I'm just, I don't understand. Honestly, I said this to you. I think she picked the best possible <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, because it pee. was after the first big action, actiony scene, so you yeah. knew something probably wasn't going to happen straight after. Anyway, You're yeah, I just loved it. Yeah, the movements. I really, really love the movements. Those kind of weird, squirmy, contortioning. When he's like, you can see his back because he's so yes. skinny for this role. Yeah. When he kind of like tenses his back and like twists. And his shoulders, the thing he's doing with his shoulders. He's doing this interesting, like grotesque, kind of like yeah. quasi monstrous movements. And the other thing I wanted to, I don't think we talked about this, the way he runs in this kind of exaggerated clown like. It's like he's got the gait. clown feet on, even though he hasn't. Yes. Yeah. That is such a small detail. Because, and it. Adds this kind of, this almost kind of jarring, disquieting absurdism yeah. to, to those little moments. <laughs> Sorry. I went to say something and then yawn just took over. I said this to you, but I feel like several times I felt like I could see Heath as the Joker. And 
even though he Wekian has said since that like he didn't take in things from anyone I like to think that he kind of did in a little like homage type of way or maybe it was just that they're both such intense actors that that's why I could see it but in the way he kind of you know stomped around and like other things made me think or maybe it's just that Heath's so huge in that role that you can't help but think about it what's happening there were also some visuals I talked to you about where I thought that was so dark night. Yeah, there's some serious overlap. Yeah. Some parts well, in that a look nice way. very similar. The hospital. When he's in the cop car and they're yeah. driving through the city, he's looking out the window. I really thought he's going to put his head out the window at some point and do the thing. The interrogation room looks yeah. very similar. There, There is a lot of weird visual rhymes with mm. the dark night that you don't, you don't expect, but it's nice. In terms of the story, the great, the, the, you know, the whole, the city rising up and. Let's not get into too much spoilers. I was just going to say, I really liked how the story unfolded and how it connects with, I didn't know there was going to be so much Wayne family stuff. Sure. And I actually ended up liking that and how they did it. And there was a couple of like bait and switch type things that happened i just liked everything i didn't come away thinking anything it was just such a good experience i felt yeah i really liked how they creatively tied in that because the the batman origin story is so tired at this point and you've seen it so many times it's it's just it's like a joke about how many times we've seen Thomas Wayne die. Yeah, it's so, whenever they do it, it always feels so paint by numbers and just, it just feels tired and you just want to take it out behind the barn and shoot it in the fucking head. But the way they did it this time, where you don't expect it, and then as soon as they start going down that path, for me, it was as soon as I saw, because I know canonically on the night that the parents get shot, they went to see Zorro. So once I saw that we were at a cinema and Zorro mm. was on the marquee, I knew that's where we were heading. But the way they tie it into all the the, the events that happen in, <clears throat> in the city, and it, they tie in this one yeah. tiny moment, which obviously is going to be incredibly consequential, to this whole kind of macro chaos that's going on, this uprising. I thought they did it in a really deft and clever and just subtle way. Yeah. That actually made me psyched to see a, a new, like, not a new take on it, but, like, a new variation of the Batman origin story. Another yawn has escaped. <laughs> I also liked it because it meant that it wasn't just, like, a random killing, in a sense. Yeah. It was, like, all because of what was happening in the city. It's random, but not random. Yeah. Do you know why I also liked it? Because, obviously, like you said, it's kind of been done and it's not anything... Is because we don't then immediately see Batman as a grown-up. He's still this little kid. And it's essentially like Joker really isn't going to essentially be Batman's villain. Because the ages are so different. So it was a new take on it, even though it was the same. Mm. And I appreciated that. Well, I was very confused about when we came home and we were talking about it and looking up details is... I assumed that this new Robert Pattinson Batman would be in the same universe. It's not. I'm guessing it's all part of this DC Black thing but they where each, they make standalone Yeah, movies. each one 
seems to have its own continuity. Yeah. Like if there's a new, if there's Joker 2, colon, electric boogaloo, <laughs> it seems like it's just going to be in this timeline. Yeah, it And is. the Batman, the new Batman is going to be its own timeline. That's, I would have loved to have seen Robert Pattinson act against Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, me too. I feel like we kind of have been rubbed of that a little bit. Yeah. I don't know how you would, obviously the time is weird, but whatever. Maybe he could be like an elderly, an elderly yeah. Joker, in a be, in a bejeweled <laughs> wheelchair. I'm so excited for the Robert Pattinson Batman. It's he's going to be so good. Sure, and that's going to be like more detective noir type thing. But <sighs> I'm down for that. The cast is looking so good as well. Sure, I was bummed co- when my boy Jonah Hill was bumped from the Penguin role. Yeah, I really like Jonah Hill, but. There was something about as soon as it was mentioned that Jonah Hill was in talks to be in it, it didn't even say who as. People immediately were like, "Yeah, him as a penguin." Something about that touched a thing in me where it was like, "Cause he's fat." Like I, that's where I went. Sure. And I mean, so he then, isn't fat anymore. Yes, but because most people that's know his him, public image. Still. Yes, yes. I feel I felt very kind of. I get what you mean. I just was kicking against it and was like, no, he could play whoever he wants to play. Like, Why can't he play Calendar Man? That's a real Batman villain, by the way. Calendar Man? Yeah. Does he wear like a... <laughs> you know how people wear those like placards when they're like outside a place trying to drive sure. business? Does he wear a calendar? Like a giant oversized yeah. wall flip calendar? Yeah. Uh, no. Why is he called Calendar Man? Is it because he visits you 365? Visit you? <laughs> yeah. To do villainy things. I don't know what his his deal is. I think he tell he says dates he's going to do stuff on, and then <laughs> you can't stop him. He's that good that he calls when it you in just advance. Said that, when you just said that, he says dates he's going to do stuff on. I was like, he just like says it. He sends you and a, then doesn't do it. He sends you an RSVP on Microsoft <laughs> Outlook. Oh, he says gosh. on the thirty first of January. I'll be robbing this bank. I'd love you could join me, Batman. Jesus. Batman's Christ. like, fuck, I got so many notifications about this. <laughs> How do I unsubscribe? Unsubscribe. When it's like when your phone adds something to your calendar, like without asking you, it's like that. It's really calendar man infiltrating your phone. Talking of that and fucking hackers coming up with creative ways to getting your grill, you know? Because I'm sure. I'm street. Fucking Street guy. <laughs> <I don't laughs> well <know>. said. <laughs> I was trying to think of a name for you, but There's that's a, all that came. Everyone gets spam emails, of course, and usually your spam filter is good at stopping them from even getting into your inbox. But on, I use an Android phone, and I've been getting calendar requests that are sp- like disguised spam. So you'll get a, a request where it says, so-and-so wants to add this to your calendar, and it will be like, you know, go to this website and see hot 18 plus how girls. How do they do that? I don't know how, but I can't stop it from happening. It's so weird. I've I don't understand that. it. I've had the thing where they just add events to your phone because you've it's been in your phone somewhere, like in an email right. or message. But I don't know what this weird... Yeah, I don't know. It's annoying. Is. Anyway. Anyway. So do we have anything else to say about old jokester? No, I think I'm doing... Yeah, I think I'm done. I would like to see more. I would. There was like talks of a sequel that weren't true, but 
the guy, I think they have both said that they would do it if the story was right. So the problem, um, since it made more than a billion, what were you saying? If it makes that much, it's like they can't not do a sequel. Sure. So I think they will. And I would like to see it because at least then, for you especially, after what you have said, it's just going to jump straight into yeah, him being the Joker. I want a whole Joker. film of him being just the Joker. Just being the Joker, yeah. D- inject that directly into my veins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the again another reason why this is such a win for DC is because they made a mil a billion dollars on this, yeah, and they spent fifty million, yeah. Whereas Marvel spent three hundred and fifty million yeah. and make the same amount. You're making a film that costs seven times less than that. Yeah, that's that's an economical use of your fucking money. It's crazy as well how. They made that money on just one character. Yeah. There were no other characters. Well, this is the only character they could do that with. Yeah. Well, and Batman. Yeah, I mean, the only non-Batman character. You can't have a standalone Poison Ivy movie. People would still go... I like how you said a woman. Oh, God. You fucking sexist piece of shit. (sighs) We need, like, a drinking game every time I say (laughs) piece of shit. Take a shot of Poison Ivy's green blood. I was just going to say take a shot of Poison. Well, you're gonna get like put in a prison take for a, trying to make people drink. Take poison. a little sip of Drano. No, don't. Listen I don't. To that. No, I assume no well, criminal you culpability. Assume, you can't assume people will not because listen not. to this podcast at your own risk. You might have hypnotized them with your soothing, soothing voice. I guess with my monotone drone. You do not have a monotone voice. You have a very soothing, nice voice. Why do you think thousands upon thousands have listened to you read books and poetry to them? That is technically true. Yeah. Bizarre, you check this but out true. on LibriVox. <laughs> this was a LibriVox this recording. This is a LibriVox recording. <laughs> For more information or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. I love the voice you have when you're when you're doing LibriVox stuff. It's very like, you know. Hello. If I could put that into a sound. This is page one of Samantha's Big Book. Colon, a memoir. This is not your voice. You're unable to do it. Because My name you're not... is Samantha Leanne Jones. No. I was blessed Le-Anne. with a giant booty. <laughs> <laughs> it is 66 centimeters across. When am I going to wake up and you are going to have recorded the whole of Twilight? We have joked about me doing this before. As a present for me because Knowing you love as me so I much. do how long it takes to... Until you've tried to record an, uh, an audiobook yeah, type thing, ages. you don't realise how long it takes and how difficult it is. And a full book, a 300-page book, I, can't, yeah. I can only even imagine. It took me... When I was doing the YouTube videos reading, it took me hours just to read, like, yeah. a poem. <laughs> it's the editing and the... Yeah. Looking up pronunciations. There's so much background work that you don't expect. Yeah. It's it's a trip, man. And as soon as you mess up a line, it's like you don't even want to just start from that line. You want to start from further back so it like flows together, right? Yeah. So it's like you're constantly like saying the same things over and over again. To the point where it loses all meaning. Yeah, I realized I had never read what is the oh, I had never read the Goblin Market before. And when I was reading it, I realised I only took about 50% of it in. Yeah, I don't know about this reading aloud. I like reading aloud, but not to read something to act, like for myself. To read to other people is nice, but I don't take it in. Check it out, guys. Her reading of it. No, you check out LibriVox. It's an erotic poem. 
about slutty sister lesbians. It is kind of a strange plot. Like Tegan and Sarah. No. No. They can tongue kiss. Lying. They shouldn't. You don't get to speak anymore. But they do. Put you in a cage and only let you out when I say so. Hmm. You don't get to say things. I tell you what to say. <laughs> I do get a fresh grip every episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are the movies? The other film we watched was... Oh, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I can give my opinion of it okay, quite briefly. <laughs> I feel like we're going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll summarize it by saying halfway through the film, I turned to you and said, this film's pretty boring, isn't it? Yeah. And I didn't change that opinion at the end of the film i it's weird because the other thing i said to you before we get into this there were so many points in the film where there's just weird techniques being used that don't don't fit well with what else is going on in the film i liked them but it's got kind of a choppy disjointed feel to it like the last third has a voiceover there's like different camera techniques used that don't knit together very well and the thing i turned to you and said as well if this wasn't tarantino people would call this out as garbage yeah they would but only because it's this famous eccentric auteur and he's only making 10 movies does he get away with it yeah it's it's like different for the sake of being different instead of actually being good i used to think oh i was one of the people who liked tarantino but then I was talking to you and I realised I don't like I don't like most <laughs> of his movies. I like Pulp Fiction a lot. I like Reservoir Dogs a lot. True Romance, which he didn't direct but he did write, is one of my favourite movies of all times. We've told you the story. I had the neon. It's amazing. So far, so You're good. so cool. You're so cool. <laughs> You're so cool. But then I'm like, I don't like the Kill Bill movies. I fell asleep during one of them. I've only seen like 10 minutes of Inglorious Bastards and I couldn't give a hot shit. I haven't seen Hateful Eight and I don't want to. I don't like Western type movies. What else is there? Django, Django Unchained. Unchained was good because it was Leonardo DiCaprio and he's really fucking good in everything. But it's not something I would rewatch, I don't think. Is that everything? I think so. I think that might be... Just about. Anyway. Reservoir Dogs, do you say I that said already? That. Yeah. Anyway, so what I like is his early movies, and they're like any other movies. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wait, can I just say as well, yeah. from my perspective, I don't like Tarantino really at all. And I realised the other day when we were going through that I have seen almost all his films as well. The only film I haven't seen is Hateful Eight. Mm. And there have been films of his that I thought were okay, but totally forgettable. Like in Glorious Bastards, I thought it was fine, but I can't remember almost anything about it. I also thought Reservoir Dogs was, was okay, and I can see why it's got such a cult following. But the rest of the films just didn't do anything for me. And I've always thought of Tarantino as kind of like the film version of Kanye West, where everyone raves about him and talks about what a special, unique genius he is. But when I try and listen or watch their work, I just cannot figure out what it is that people are seeing that I can't. I just... They just seem so overrated to me. If he was still making 
Pulp Fiction type movies, I would like them. But I feel like he wants to make westerns. Like with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he just wanted to make a western, but like not really. And I hate those types of movies. (laughs) They're so fucking dull. The western parts in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would not only were they boring to me, but I feel like they're also there was nothing about them that was like good. Yeah. It wasn't exciting dialogue. It was just I feel bad now. I feel like I've said too many bad things. Yeah, let's not let's not go on too long about this yeah. film. All I'm saying is I didn't like those parts. There was too many of them for me. You know what was good? The Leo and Brad Pitt yes. scenes were good. If they were not in this film, yeah. they would be unwatchable, in yeah. my opinion. I just because overall, I found it so tedious. And the only highlights of the film are their scenes together. For me, if they'd cut out all the Western shit, had a few more Leo and Brad Pitt scenes, it would have been a way better movie. Because all those scenes were good. And I also liked the scene on the ranch with Brad Pitt and all the the followers or whatever they're called. And then... The groupies. Yeah. And then I really liked the end. The end was fucking wild. It had like one or two good moments but over it was but that was all bookended by just such boring boring shit yeah and it's not like i don't like that type of style where things are going slow or we're just seeing what they're doing i like i actually like that type of shit but this was it was missing something yeah it really was i cannot see why people are so gaga over this film are they i feel like i haven't looked up any of the i think people are pretty head over heels about it the performances are great i think yeah leo's always great he's always good brad pitt is especially good in this film he is just brad pitt though do you know what i mean But in recent years he's been doing some kind of weird films that aren't they don't really bowl you over in the way you expect he was good in that um that war film for Netflix, I forget what it's called. Where he oh, plays, yeah, he was so weird in that. He plays a general or a yeah, colonel or something. He was good in that, but and oh god, the trailer for the Ad Astra looks so dull. It looks like the dullest sci-fi yeah. of all time. It's like reading an Asimov. Is novel. it even a sci-fi movie? I don't even know. Really, it's like a pretend. Yeah, sci-fi. he goes into space. Yes, but isn't it really about when he comes back? I don't know. Anyway, it looks boring. Yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, I enjoyed, and I I wish the whole film had just been them two buddying. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah, me too. And if they could have just kissed a little bit, just <laughs> just rubbed now stubble. Now make out. Yeah, that would also have been good. But you can't have everything, you know. So yeah, it the ending I thought was it was surprising. You know, I I did think it was just going to be what actually happened, but the switcheroo was yeah. I had it was been nice. I had been spoiled. Uh, on that already so i knew it was coming but it was still fine yeah yeah what else can you say honestly i it wasn't a waste of time it wasn't horrifically bad i just thought it was overall quite dull and mediocre what would you give it out of five stars i don't know like one and a half stars really yeah see for me joker is a five okay out of five once upon a time in Hollywood, two, uh, two, two and a half. So you're close to mine. So why did you say wow? Because one and a half is like wow, <laughs> is like a little bit of shit. You got that IGN scale. 
You give everything a two-point bump for just trying. No, they don't even know that below five exists. The forbidden numbers. It should just be five out of five, because they don't fucking know how to do numbers. (laughs) So, this is our three-year anniversary podcast. Happy castiversary. Happy panaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponaponapona
but that being said, the first one or two are they kind of ease you into it. They're like easier, more kind of mundane questions. Yeah. To make you lower your guard. Okay. Before the dagger <laughs> comes out. My guard is always lowered. <laughs> and I deliver the coup de gras. <laughs> I think you mean the coup d'etat. No, I don't. Oh. The the coup de gras is the killing blow. Okay. And what's the coup d'etat? I think that's what they used to call you know when you know, we're watching the king and when the guys in armor fall on the battlefield and they're dying, mm. there was a type of really thin, long, almost like a stiletto dagger that they would use and they would come up to those guys in armor, the knights, and they would stab it into the armpit to find the heart and that would that was how they would put them out of their misery. And I think it was called the coup de gras. I was thinking to myself then, why are you telling me this? I forgot. <laughs> I'm like, why are yeah. we going down this really dark path? Anyway. Okay, give me the questions. Do you know what a coup d'etat is? I thought I did until sure. this conversation. It's like overthrowing. Oh, okay. It's like a, a coup. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know which one to start with. I thought you said... I know, but the first two are both kind of like softballs. Just... So I'll, I'll start with the easiest one. I what is your favourite... Emoji. Easy. The pink. Well, it depends on who I'm messaging. If I'm messaging you, it's the pink heart with the arrow through it. Okay. But if I'm messaging anyone else, it's the pink heart with the sparkles. What's the difference? Why do One's you... One's a pink heart with sparkles. No, I get what the difference visually is, but oh, why I do I like get the, the because arrow Because I feel through? like it's the traditional... Heart with an arrow when you like love someone because you've been shot with Cupid's arrow, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> and, and it that's definitely for me were. and you. That's for me okay. and you. I love. I love. Sure. But then you you reuse the same slightly. I different, don't use that with anyone. But you basically use the same emoji with other it's people. It's not the same. Oh, don't you know how words work? <laughs> One. But it's very is a similar. Heart. No. One is a heart with an arrow. No, I get the difference. And one is a heart with sparkles. Okay. But they still have the same heart that's the same color, right? To think that this is the conversation. There's like eight different pink hearts. This is the argument that's going to break up our relationship. They all mean something new. We're arguing over what heart emojis you send. Okay, you answer the question. Yeah, I have different ones. Are we doing that where we each answer it? Yeah. That's what we did before, Yeah, we each answer it. Um, Before I answer... I feel like you should talk about the fact that you were lusting after the Animoji and you thought you would got it in a new update and then they cruelly trampled on your dreams. Yes, I thought, because as soon as I updated my phone, it was like, create your Memoji or whatever. I didn't know that's what it was called. I thought it was just the Animoji. So I was like, yeah, so I created it to look exactly like me of course makeup and everything albeit with fangs my cute little oh yeah because you can give it whatever teeth you want and i decided to give it fangs and it's disturbing it's cute anyway it turns out it's just like a sticker it's just like a giant emoji you can't animate it because i only have the eight plus which only yeah i felt (laughs) so weird saying that you can't have it until you get like the 10 or something the technology is not sufficient yeah. to make an animated fucking GIF. I know, it's so dumb. Jesus. It's just so you buy the fucking new iPhone. The Animoji is really cool, it I'm not really going to lie. It's not worth it to buy a $1,000 no. phone, obviously, but it is super cool. Yeah, it is. 
Um, I want it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'd make myself like a little. We could make you on air. Alien man. And An I alien would, man. I would deliver Shakespearean soliloquies. <laughs> you would as a in your soothing voice. Invader from. You'd be in space. an alien voice, wouldn't you? Sure. I did that for an audiobook one time. In an alien voice? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. You've done creepy voices too, like scary ghost voices. That's true. <laughs> I guess. I couldn't do it, but you were like, <laughs> at one point, I remember. Sorry about your ears, people. I guess. Um, okay, so what's your favorite emoji? Yeah, I would say pound for pound. Well, first of all, I only use like five emojis. And they're all heart-related or heart-adjacent. I would say my most used emoji is the blowing a kiss heart emoji. Because that's just such a... It's cute. It's just a good stand-in in any message. It's just... It fits. It's cute. It's, you know, it's darling. When I'm texting my mom, I like to use the poo emoji. Interesting. Yeah. Talking of which... My mom, historically a technophobe who doesn't know how to do almost anything on a laptop or a phone, has started sending me gifts. My mom's gift game is lit. It's fire. It's fire. Fire, fire. Or fear, fear. Oh, yeah, that's a weird (laughs) reference that no one's going to get. But yeah, my mom has started sending me gifts and it's very surreal because it's such a young person thing to do. But my mom has started to deluge me with gifts. When she sends you funny ones as well, not just like sweet, love you ones. It's like she sends me really good gifts. Yeah, I'm she like, does. where did you get this from? What's she typing in? Have I you been trawling know. Tumblr? Yeah. Have you been delving the depths of Giphy? Giphy. Or whatever it's called. That's cute. You mentioned your mom with a Tumblr. Oh, God. Okay. I bet she doesn't even know what Tumblr means. No, I don't think she does. Yeah. yeah, so that I would say that's my most used one because I use that with you and I also use it with, say, Your yeah, mama. with family members. Do you use it with Matthew? No, we just kiss on the lips in real life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> buddies. I don't use emojis with Matthew, actually. Uh, he almost, doesn't seem like that. He uses yeah, emojis with me, I think. Almost but. never. Yeah, we have kind of grown up conversations. Yeah. Not like this baby speak. I like emojis and I like to use them a lot. I originally disdained them, but I have slowly been beaten down by their ubiquity and have been forced to take up this depraved, godforsaken practice. Are you a victim? Which is degrading our ability to communicate in elaborate, nuanced ways. It's helping us to be nuanced. It's also helping us to... I'm the type of person who puts emojis so that you know I'm saying it in a nice way. Sure. Because I always wouldn't worry that things come across as too blunt. Yes. Or serious. That is when emojis are good. And I feel like if I put a smiley face at the end of it, you know. Talking of which, my runner-up for most used emoji would be just the simple thumbs-up emoji. And I use that in that exact same function where instead of putting a smiley face, if I feel like that would be too too much, like too silly, but I do want to communicate that I'm not saying this in like a strident Mm. or stern way. I'll just throw in like a, you know, the cheery thumbs up. Okay. It gives me kind of a folksy feel. No. I start saying y'all. It doesn't. You mean y'all? What did I say? (laughs) Y'all. (laughs) <laughs> like a yule tide log. 
<laughs> Isn't it Thanksgiving in America right now? Yesterday. I was wrong when I said it was the 27th. It was 28th. Oh. It's like Easter. It's on a different, it's on a Thursday always, but so it's a different day every sure. year. The man who was Thursday, G.K. No. Chesterton. Excerpts of which feature in Deus Ex. It's Wednesday's sister, Adam's family. Hmm, interesting. Mm. Yeah. Remember that weird sci-fi show we saw the trailer for where the, it's the same woman playing seven sisters and they each are named after a day of the week? Monday. What happened to Monday? Yeah. School or something. Anyway. Yeah, that's new me. Chesterton's estate is going to be suing post-haste. <laughs> Who is it. it that plays that woman? New me. Oh, the what's that? Numi. Numi Rapace. She got such a cute name. <clears throat> it is a cute name. It's kind of like a cat name. Like it is. A here, Numi. Numi. Numi is such a cute name. Come on, Numi. <clears throat> cute little Numi. Rudy's gonna think you're calling him because it just true. sounds the same tone. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Animals only understand tone. Tone. Yeah, they don't yeah. understand what you're saying. Okay, so it's your turn. Oh yeah, it's because you said you had two soft questions. I thought they were like. Well, I have got more questions than you because I care more about the podcast than you. So, I mean, at some point, I will have to double up. You're a bit of a. That was just me. You're a bit of a freeloader. You're a bit of a dead weight. This is real, <laughs> people. <laughs> Calling me out. Just give me a question. Shut up. I guess you can't do both. Throw in shade. You have to either, as the kids yeah, say. You know. Okay. What really obvious thing have you recently realised? Uh, I hope there's not too many open-ended questions well, like this. Well, there might be. Because if there's anything that makes you freeze up and your mind go completely blank. Well, use your brain like a good little boy. Do you want to go first so I can... No. No, I think you might have to because I need to think I about it. I asked you the question. <laughs> you will go first. I'm going to have to insist. <laughs> I don't know either. I didn't think about You haven't my been answer. thinking about your own answers? No. Wow, that's just a fool, a foolish move. Okay, what have I realised recently i don't know but we were talking about this the other day about when you realize things for the first time yes i just thought of one but you yeah. go first when you realize when you're younger well not everyone's younger but when you realize for the first time that water isn't free oh yeah we, um, we went in different directions oh, what direction did you go because i i you know, i have done this several i have had this epiphany several times in my life where a phrase I've realized that I didn't understand. Like for some reason it had come to take on this strange phantom meaning that oh, yeah. wasn't true. And the example the other day, and again, like I say, this has happened many times with me. That's because you're dumb. That's true. <laughs> I'm pretty but dumb. Well. Is, and I know this is going to sound stupid, but forgive me preemptively. The phrase, play it by ear. Oh. Obviously, now I know, and I should have known from the the get-go, that that's a reference to the fact that people can play music, quote-unquote, by ear, mm -hmm. by just doing it off the cuff, by just, like, intuiting it. But I, because I'd never seen that phrase printed, I always thought ear was, was spelled E-R-E, -E, and it was some kind of weird, archaic word. <laughs> To play it by ear, Aww. like almost as if it was here with the laughed. H yeah. cut off or truncated. And I just thought it was one of those one-off phrases that, you know, it its meaning is very singular in that ear is never used anywhere else. 
And it wasn't until I saw it printed one time that I just had this moment of, I am a dummy. Yeah. I can't believe... It's one of those things that will never trip you up because no one's going to quiz me about my understanding of this weird particular phrase. Mm. But, yeah, like sometimes your brain just completely does not zero in on something. This is going to be pointless to say, but I know I had a thing happen recently where I was like, I can't believe I didn't realise that this was this. And I can't remember it. I'm so annoyed. You should have thought about your answers beforehand. Yeah, That's what a pro would do. Well, whatever. Um, Yeah, so the thing about, like, water, not realising things. I don't have one. I mean, what did I realise recently? What did I realise? You know what I realised? Time means nothing. I wouldn't say that's obvious, but go on. I don't understand why, like, time has been... There are all these rules, you know? Like, who says that there's only going to be 31 days in this month? And who says that February is only going to have 28 days sometimes? (laughs) Who says that? Okay. This is not a realisation, I realise. <laughs> but I was thinking about it earlier. Okay. And I was thinking about how it's all just bullshit. Okay. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's... You know why I don't appreciate it? Because there are all these weird societal rules about time. Think about how many times we speak to friends or family members and it's like we're not awake in the day. Yeah. And they're always like so weird about it. And I'm like... It's not because I just spend my whole life sleeping. It's because I didn't sleep in the night. I've just, like, flipped it on its head. And people are so weird about it. Yeah. It's so ingrained in people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's arbitrary in a sense in that all the different particular increments of time have been arbitrarily decided upon. But it's not arbitrary in the sense that the sun comes up at a certain point and goes down at a certain point. But my annoyance is that to... A lot of people, it's just automatically like the sun is the good thing and the night is the yeah, bad okay, thing. Yeah, okay, I get that. Just like a lot of people, is like the rain. Like, it'll be rainy and grey and so many, you go out of the house and the first thing people say to you is, oh, isn't the weather shit? Or like, where's the sun gone? And I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> and everyone else is like, this sure. is shit. I don't understand. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Do you have any other potential yeah. answers? When I wrote this question, I was like, <laughs> I don't think I have one, but I was interested to see what you You had a say. lot of faith in your extemporaneous it's answering just, ability. It's just this one question. Yeah, you yeah. also didn't give me an answer. No, I did. I told you that I thought a phrase meant uh, one yeah, thing. Yeah. Did you just completely forget that? Yeah, I just... <laughs> That's how boring I am, that it leaves your mind. No! The instant. <laughs> okay, so I transpires. failed on this question, but I won't fail on the rest. I doubt that. Just knowing. That's just mean. Just... How can you expect me to not fail? You have no faith in me. That's true. Okay, my next question is rank these four carbs in order of preference rice, what bread, a weird question. potato, pasta. Rice, bread, potato, Pasta. Well, the answer is, of course, bread, 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 bread. But, <laughs> but however, okay. I thought this rice, was an interesting one. Bread, potato. That's hard. 
you've already just given. You know why it's hard? <laughs> because bread, obviously, but also, if you told me I could never have fries or crisps again, I don't know how I'd feel about that. But it's not saying you can't you have, have them again. Have bread. You just have to say which. Okay, you... so bread, potato. I enjoy rice more than I enjoy pasta, but I almost never eat rice because I enjoy rice when when it's things like if you have like a Chinese and you have egg fried rice, or if you have an Indian and you have um, rice with your curry. Yeah, sure. But for me at home, I can't make rice with anything because I'm very picky about the sauces I like. And I've tried... To add my own things and it always tastes horrible. But I do eat pasta at home with like pesto or chicken or whatever. So it might seem like pasta would be third, but I think pasta would be fourth. You know? But you have to make a decision. Because I only like spaghetti. It's not like I like all the pastas. I only like spaghetti. You do like gnocchi. No. You love gnocchi. I think it's pronounced gnocchi. Come and taste some of me gnocchi. It's in a me isn't it ng? Some of me gnocchi. It's in a it's in a sauce of reduced carlin. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw me carlin butter sauce on oh, me. God. Oh god! Yeah. Nasty. I threw okay. a couple pork scratchings in there. <laughs> It's funny because you can't do accents or anything, but when you do that voice, it's so good. It's also, you've got to see the visual component of it. My face becomes a... Yeah, strange. You turn into (sighs) like a 58-year-old man. What a specific age. I don't know. I realised as I said it, I wanted to say 68, but I said 58. you got to commit. Um, Yeah, so bread, potato, rice, pasta. What about you? It's funny that you should say your order because that demonstrates our near perfect affinity. Uh, I would just switch the last two. Yeah. I would say bread definitely. I mean, bread is, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. It is. (laughs) And it's both. It's one in the same. Yeah. Um, Yeah, bread is just glorious. I thought you would have said pasta before potato. No, let me... Okay, so the reason why bread's at the top, because bread is so... There's so many different forms of bread. There's... And you can have it with everything. Yeah. You can have it with your breakfast or with your dinner or as a snack. It's not like, you know... And because bagels count as bread, right? Yeah, of course. And I love bagels. So I definitely said bread has to be at the top for me. And then, you see, it is hard because I do like potato. I don't think potato is second for you. Yeah, I'm you starting to reconsider crisps, now. And you don't eat potato that much. And usually when you do eat potato, it's sweet potato. So I feel, whereas you eat, you like fusilli, you like... I like how you're using the, the fancy we proper call names. It spirals, but it's called fusilli. And we like, call tortellini. Is it tortellini? Something like that. We call them tagliatelle. Pa- we call them pasta parcels. Yeah, the little pasta with like Fillings. cheese and ham or whatever inside. You love those. You love spirals, and you love spaghetti. But yeah. you don't really eat potato. Okay, that so much. I think I would. I would probably say. Yeah, I would say. But, I mean, 
Yeah, okay. I would definitely put pasta. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I would definitely put pasta ahead of potato. Yeah. So I would say bread, pasta, potato, and then rice. I'm not a huge fan of rice. No, yeah. I almost never have it. You know, it's In not fact, great. In fact, you never have it. Yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah, pasta is also divine. Yeah. Pasta is one of those things that I, I don't... Bread and pasta, I don't think I could live without. No. I think I could live without potato if you me. If I you can't live me. without bread or potato. And rice, I, I do live... This I was easily such a live good without. question. Yeah. I like talking about food. <laughs> it was simple. <laughs> the, and pasta, again, just like bread, is so versatile. There's so many different forms of it. I never ate pasta before I met you. I had tasted spaghetti, um, but I didn't really like it. And then when I met you, we talked about the famous pesto meal before I got onto spaghetti. I don't even have regular spaghetti now, though I have to have the gluten-free spaghetti. So it's kind of like, is it even spaghetti at all? <laughs> I don't know. It is. But, <laughs> I don't like any other pasta. So Yeah. But have you tried other pastas? I've tried lasagna, which has got pasta I don't, I'm it. not a fan of lasagna. I don't like lasagna. I haven't tried spirals, but I really don't want to. Yeah. I don't like how they smell. I don't like how they look. I don't think I'd like the texture because I have a weird thing with texture. And I never like the fillings in the pasta parcels, so there's no point trying them because it's never a filling I would like. And I don't care about any of the pastas. It's too complicated, <laughs> you know? So, and I also feel like all those shapes probably taste similar. Like, what's the tubey type ones? Oh, yeah. Probably taste the same as the spirals. I don't like those tubey type ones. Oh, no. It's, it's so funny we don't pasta, know what they're called. You know? Sure. Like, the spaghetti is good because it's, like, thin. What about the seashells? I don't know the look of those. <laughs> they freak me out. They look like little insects. I love that we just call them, like, childish names. They make me think of witchetty grubs. Witchetty grubs? Yeah. Sure. See, because pasta, the, what do I like potato? I like potato wedges. Like, yeah. I also like sweet potato wedges, and I like fries. And that's pretty but much it. But you don't really have fries very often. I like mashed potato, but yeah. I don't have it very often. No. I'm not really a huge fan of baked potato. You never eat crisps. No, I don't like crisps. Or, what are they called in Chips. America? Chips. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense to yeah. me. All right. Okay. That, I I told I knew that was going to be a good question. That was a good question. It's one of those things that seems incredibly simple and yeah. easy and almost a no-brainer, but then when you think about mm. it, <laughs> you're shit, just man. smiling and nodding. I feel like I want to throw a question in there. Okay. Okay. Rank the meats. I'll give you the meats. Ah. Chicken, beef. You didn't think this through, did you? <laughs> Let's go with. Pig, I'll say pig because it covers because then you can do sausages, bacon, ham. Yeah, okay. So, chicken, beef, pig, and fish is fish meat. I guess it I is. I almost don't want to say fish because I know we don't eat it. I, I do on do, occasion, I know, but I want to say one that we would eat and then that okay. way you're gonna have to think of one. No, then. just rank the three. Oh, okay, it's almost harder that way because we like them. All. Ooh. I would say my gut feeling is beef, chicken, pig. Yeah. That being said, I love them all equally, and they are all delicious in their own way. But I think beef... 
covers too many things. Is is just it just pips it and it takes that top spot for me. Um, and yeah, because th- you eat more red meat than you do chicken. Yeah, which you are always fretting over. Yes, which will stop soon. To be honest, I doubt it. <laughs> By the time you're thirty, you won't be eating barely any red meat. I won't allow it. That's twelve years from now. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> A single teardrop going down my face. Yeah. One day you just replace it with vegan I will. tofu with corn. 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 Or I do. I, that being said, I do want to try one of those Impossible Burgers. Yeah. Do we even have it here? I think they. Uh, I don't know, but I do want. I've heard there's two different type, two different brands, and apparently the Impossible Burger is the best, and apparently it really does taste like real meat, and so I'm very, yeah. even just as an as an experience, I'm intrigued to try it. Yeah. And, yeah. So mine would be chicken, because it's basically the only meat I eat. Interesting. Followed by ham, because the only other meat I eat is ham, and then beef. I like a good burger, but I rarely eat them, purely because... I don't really like making burgers at home. They don't taste as good. So I'll eat a burger if we go out. It's usually always a burger. But, yeah, so chicken, ham, beef. (laughs) You sure. eat beef in several ways. Yeah. You like burgers. You eat spaghetti bolognese. I eat steaks. You eat steak. Um, and in terms of pig, you don't eat like bacon, but you eat bacon's sausages fine. and ham. Don't, don't defame me. you never me. eat it. No, but bacon's fine. You used to. I'm not in you. love with bacon like a lot of people seem to be. Yeah. And you I need it to it be a very specific now. way. I like crispy bacon. Yeah, me too. And I don't like it when it's too fatty. And I also don't like it when... You know how sometimes you get a piece of bacon and it's... it's There's like... I don't know how to explain it. The meat is like not all connected. It's like little pockets it's of meat. It's like little... Funny bits in it. Yeah, and it's like you have to tear it apart and yeah. eat tiny little bits of it. I like had that too. Little morsels. But yeah, overall, I yeah, I think your one is definitely accurate. Yours is too. You love chicken. I basically I have to I have the same meal every single yeah. day. The only other meat is the other white meat, which is me. And you do love and devour that. Don't tell people. Often, enthusiastically. What are you telling people? Now it can't continue. <laughs> oh, that I, was such a real little... I don't like this. Yes. Oh, you're so cute. Was that part of what turned you on, that no one knew you were doing it? That's <laughs> a weird fetish. Of course. A privacy Everyone fetish. Everyone knows that. It's all about the secret. <laughs> are you an exhibitionist? No, I'm a privatitionist. <laughs> okay, so I think okay. it's me next. Oh, no. Mine didn't count yeah, as a yeah. question, I'm going to say. That was a good addendum that you mm-hmm. added, though. That was a good supplementary. Yeah. What and when made you realize you're not in touch with the trends among the youth? <sighs> when you told me about e-boys <laughs> and showed me what e-boys were, oh, yeah. I realized that I... And a lot of the meme, I know I'm saying a lot of the memes makes me sound like a grandma. Yeah. But just, yeah, when you show me TikToks, I I just don't get it very often. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even trying to be funny. A lot of them just don't have any effect on me. And I don't yeah. see why they're funny. 
I think mine began when I realized there was a lot of words I didn't understand. Yeah, that's the same like, for me. there's a whole new... You think you know things. Like, and we joke about saying things like, oh, it's lit and, like, whatever. Yeah. But there's actual... La- like, it's not just, like, these buzzwords, but there's actual, like, language that's been replaced. Yeah. You can, like, read Twitter or go on wherever and it's, like, young people talking to each other and half the words, I don't know what they are. Yes. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so that was probably the beginning of it. And then when I started, I think music is a part of it as well. I will occasionally on Spotify click on, like, the top 50 songs in the world or whatever. And... It's all just the same not good music. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, it's just not good, man. It's just the same, for a start, as each other. They all sound the same. They're all doing the same thing. When you realize what they look like, too, they all look the same. To be fair, pop music has always been homogenous. But I guess you could call it pop because it's pop music. It's popular. But I'm talking about cross genres. Like... I don't know who any of these people are anymore. I don't like the music. And I have quite an eclectic taste in music. I kind of like a lot of different shit. Then what really fucking hit it home was the TikTok thing. Not that I didn't get the TikToks like you, but I was realising, I'm like, what is this style that all these boys are dressing in? And it's fine. Like, I'm not saying anything wrong with the style. What I'm saying is I'd never seen it before. It's peculiar. And it was very different. And it's like, if you don't want... I didn't know what an e-boy was either. <laughs> but it's like the style is like... They wear shirts that are quite, like, vibrant with patterns or very colourful. And they have them, like, unbuttoned down to their belly button. Their navels. Or whatever. And then they all, and then they all have the same hairstyles, where it's kind, it's kind of short around the sides, but then really floppy, floppy and fluffy yeah. on top. And then they wear like a dangly earring, sure. George Michael style. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and yeah. they all look the same. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of this. I'm saying it's a style I realised among among a certain generation that's new to me. And I was like, how come everyone looks like this now? What is this kind of thing? And I looked it up and it's that's what e-boys are. People like to fit in, okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'm not they like saying to feel like it. they're part of a tribe. I'm saying all these things together made me realise I'm finally at the age where I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And that's weird, man. I have felt that as well. I mean, in a real hyper-specific example, in the video game space... The games that are now ultra successful with young people, things like Fortnite and Minecraft and Apex, I just, I first of all, I've never even tried Fortnite, and it's one of the biggest games ever, 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 ever. Um, but having seen videos of it, I can just tell it's not for me. And I tried Minecraft one time, and I can see the appeal, but again, it's just not for me. And there's just this new wave of games that have like taken over the youth if you will that have no just have no pull for me and that i have no interest in getting into and when i saw that 
I realized that I had aged into a new yeah. bracket. And it's strange, man. It's weird to have a segment of of your hobby be so unappealing and almost kind of alien to you. Yeah. It's it's and to, for that to be the case when you're only 26, it's <laughs> it's weird. It is very strange. I think as well it's weird in some ways that generation that kind that kind of 15 to 20 age it's not even that they're so different to what has come before but it's more like it's such a mashup of things we already know right it's strange that in some ways it's it's kind of um, do you know what an e-girl is? You showed me that as well. Yeah. I like the style. I even like the e-boy style. It's just that, I don't know, it took me by surprise. Especially when you realise a lot of these kids are like 15 sure. or whatever. So strange. But yeah, I'm not saying anything bad about it. It was just like, the, all those things together made me realise that I really don't know what's happening. I feel like, before that, I could at least kind of keep up with like a lot of the words and what it's, was happening. But now, I, f- I feel like people tend to say all new generations are the same. It's just like different variations on the the same phenomenon. But I do feel like this the the newest generation, like kids that are right now fifteen, or sixteen, or whatever. The difference is because they've lived their whole lives online. Yes, they. Things that would be kind of background processes and kind of unconscious and just out there in the psychosphere. Like the the formation of slang is completely different now because they're doing it online and they're doing it in this very conscious communal way and they can see the viral spread of these new words before their very eyes and they can actively and, and purposely choose to contribute to that in a way that has never been true before that generation is collaborating to create that common in-group yeah. language. It's not just a word that took off. It's almost like as they speak, it's happening. It's like a project for this generation. Yeah. And because everyone's online now, it's one of the first generations where you are online at sure. such a young age. There's so much new stuff all at the same time. Whereas before, it would like, oh, there's a couple of new words and they're taking off, but it takes a while to kind of reach everyone. Now, it's a, such a high turnover and there's so much of it. I was thinking this. You Do you remember before the internet or no? No. Well, I remember it in that I was a kid. But as soon as, as, soon as I was... I mean, I don't know when I first started going on the internet, but I was young. I was a young teenager. I was maybe 12. Yeah, and you had, like, internet at school. Yeah. Yeah, see, I remember when they were teaching us to use it. Sure. Like, I I remember when they taught... There was a whole hour lesson dedicated to logging on. My God. Like, that's that's how crazy it was. Did they ever teach you how to use a keyboard? Yeah, specifically. Yeah, what the what? what this is a tab button. This no is one taught us that. They just assumed we knew they it. They just assumed. Yeah, it's weird. I feel. I still don't really know what the tab button does. In fact, it jumps when, to the next line. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. I mean, my point is, there's a lot of keys that I can look at where I don't 
I mean, I know how I use them, but I don't know specifically what their function yeah, is. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think uh, I'm from a specific, very specific, fortunate, strange time in that I know what it was like before in a very real, wide-ranging way. Yeah. All the way down from, you know you're going to be at the house all day and you're only 12 and your mom's like, make sure you use a phone box every two hours to check in with me so I know you're still alive. All the way down to like teaching us to log on and then learning the internet as the world learns the internet whereas like when you came to the internet or when the age after you came to the internet everyone already knew how it yeah, worked that is true you really experienced a moment that will never happen again no. and never happened before this really special liminal millennial moment where the internet had dawned but was still not ubiquitous yet it was, yeah. it was still not been adopted widely so you you existed in that in-between time mm. and that i can only imagine what that was like i was saying to you the other day what were we watching it was it friends and you were like well you have a, a dictionary on yeah. your bookshelf or whatever and <laughs> sure. i was saying to you we did i remember we were playing scrabble or whatever when i was little and what well, you didn't go to your computer to look something up. You just got the dictionary off, yeah. the, off the shelf. So I remember that where it was like getting used to. I say to my mom even now, why are you using a notepad? Use your phone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When it's just yeah. to write a list, she's going to make a phone call. She needs to write a list. I'm like, write it in your phone. Even now I say that because she's so used to so many years using a sure. pen and paper. The one thing that does worry me about the newest generation is it kind of seems sometimes like they can only speak in memes. And I worry that they can yes. only think in memes yeah, as well. Yeah, me too. And that's concerning. I sometimes think the internet is making people dumber rather than smarter because they're not utilizing <clears throat> the information. They're using it as a way to not have to learn how to communicate properly. Okay. And, but then I guess you also have to look at it. What if really what they are doing is learning how to communicate differently? Sure. I don't want to like say it's all negative, but I do think that what you said is very real in that in some senses it's almost like there's not as much substance there. Yeah. And... And also with the idea, I didn't realize, obviously, you know, that like people can be YouTube famous and they can be Instagram famous or whatever. But going on TikTok, so many people have millions of followers. Sure. And I I, I don't know if the way their algorithm makes it easier for you, to, for people to get views or people are more willing to like things and follow people on there. But it's pretty insane right. the amount of like quote unquote TikTok famous people are, and people have like managers and stuff because of it, and they're getting like jobs just because yeah. of like TikTok, and it's pretty wild. And you can give money on TikTok as well. I learned when you do like a live stream, there's like a gift button, and it it has a really complicated system of like giving certain tiers and coins and how it all relates. I couldn't understand it honestly to be honest when I read it, but. It's pretty wild. And my point was, is that it's so easy now to become internet famous. 
and because of things like TikTok, that people are still like 14 and they're like, well, I'm just going to become TikTok famous. <laughs> and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There's not. But it's almost like unless if they already don't have an ambition – the internet's gone a cloud, what they could yeah. possibly have become. Otherwise, more and more people are just going to be internet famous and they're going to have like, I almost thought like if you made a film or a TV show and really like emphasize the craziness of like, I'm 14 and I'm like, have like a million followers on Instagram and I have like brand deals and they're at school and they have their brand deals and stuff sure. and like how crazy it would seem but how that is reality right sure. now that's the common aspiration yeah and I'm not even saying anything wrong with it what I'm saying is it's so weird there's nothing wrong with it but putting your time and effort into getting a million followers on TikTok is not a career it depends it's not a long-term viable yeah. success at some point a few years from now probably tiktok it's is gonna die burst. and then what are you gonna do not even just tiktok i think for instance like the makeup the beauty world the bubble i think that's bursting sure in just in terms of like so much drama and i don't think people are going to be able to get like brand deals and sponsorships quite the way they did for like those few years but then at the same time, it's it's almost like, actually, I don't think it is slowing down. It's weird. It's like it looks both ways. I think what's probably best is if you say, I, I want to get a million followers because I want it to help me do this other thing rather than I just want to be, yeah, you know. Because, for instance, for me, it would be I want to get a following so that when I eventually publish, I have an audience. Right. Or if you want to be an actor you could show your skills on TikTok or whatever and somehow have that help you. like Or a model. Sure, because like, Steven Spielberg is scouting for yeah. new talent in the TikTok section. You know what I mean. Yeah. But, but yeah. kids today now see it as an end unto itself. Yeah. They not... want that self-affirmation of having 100,000 followers. Mm. That's the goal they are chasing. It doesn't matter how they get there. They're very protean in that sense. They're if if they think they want to be kind of comedy orientated and that doesn't work because that's not getting them to their ultimate mm. ultimate objective they will change tracks and maybe do something that they don't care about they're not passionate about just because that's what's hot right now that's what gets you the likes there's this thing that i really that i keep seeing where it's like are you doing this for the clout or I'm doing this for the clout. I don't really fully understand. But it's like the purpose is saying that they are doing something for the attention. Right, sure. And then the other thing is when you post something, if it doesn't get the attention that you want it to, they delete it and then repost it at a different time, proving that they're chasing likes and not actually doing it because they enjoy creating content. So it's like this weird thing that's eating itself. Yeah. So yeah, we're not down with the kids, and that's the conclusion that we've come to. The clu- did I say collusion or conclusion? George collusion. I thought I said collusion, but I meant conclusion. Partook in Russian collusion. Yeah. Whose go is it? He it's invented cold fusion. He invented. He remember that weird thing I told you about the satellite. George Clooney is a weird duck, but I admire it. I don't believe the story you told me. But... I think it's true. I don't. I didn't look into it, so I have no, no idea. I don't believe that George Clooney has his own satellite. Whatever. Funded by coffee advert money. 
I have hey, to tell he's you, been doing them for a long time. I'm raising the 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 bullshit flag on that one. <laughs> I'm going to go on Snopes.com and find out their left leaning analysis of it. On where? You don't know about Snopes.com? Sounds vaguely familiar. God, call yourself an internet denizen. Not really. Wow, that's good because you're not. <laughs> anyway, some of these are going to be quick answers. I think. Okay. What is the one article of clothing that someone could wear that would make you walk out on a date with them? I'm going to get the obvious out of the way. A MAGA hat. Oh, yeah. That's a... That's some... You know how some animals, like little tree frogs, they have brightly colored skins, so you know they're poisonous and yeah. to steer clear? The bright red, the post box red MAGA cap is yeah. like that. It's like an artificial evolutionary marker that's showing that this person is unpleasant yeah. and belligerent and steer clear with them. Yeah, obviously that's a definite one, obvious one. I think, I mean, aside from like if you didn't like someone because they, you know, someone who's been quote-unquote cancelled due to some kind of Me Too thing or whatever, like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's say they wear a Johnny Depp T-shirt. <laughs> Or a Michael Jackson t-shirt. A Louis C.K. t-shirt. I would be like, your judgment is not where I need it to be. Sure. But I'm trying to think beyond that, something... What if they're like... Not as... As we've heard many times recently, and poo-pooed vehemently. Louis C.K., I mean, he wasn't as bad as Weinstein, man. Oh, I don't see what the big deal is. There's yeah. There's gradations here. There's levels. He wasn't as bad as Weinstein, so I seriously don't see what the hullabaloo is about. Yeah. It's okay, yes, he wasn't a serial rapist, <laughs> but he was still committing what are essentially sexual assaults. Yeah, and using, like... His power People, over people. were scared because he was, like, more successful than them. Yeah. And, yeah, it's really fucking dumb. He had the clout, as the kids would yes, say. Yes, as the kids would say. Sure. Um, I... You know what? I'm going to say it. I doubt it. Do you remember those rubber bracelets that, like, advertised uh, <laughs> various charities yeah. or, I don't know, some other shit? Those. You don't see people wearing them anymore, but occasionally you see, like, a 60-odd man wearing Well, if one. it's a pride bracelet. Well, that's fine, but, like... Wow. If it's just, like, some Row kind backwards. of, like... Some kind of, like, sport <laughs> or, like... Advertising a store of some kind oh, or God. a beer or something. I got this as a free gift when I bought a pack of... How have you just said, what if it's a pride bracelet? Because you do see people with the pride colours on but those rubber bracelets. Oh, okay. That well, is a thing. I thought you just meant if it was a regular pride bracelet. I don't care about other bracelets. I'm talking about these rubber ones. Yeah, okay. This particular... that You get free from, like, signing up to something. You know what I never knew was a thing? I knew someone who went to a lot of festivals and concerts and whatnot. And the bracelets they give you to get in, Mm. this person never took them off. Yeah, that's a thing. Where people go to festivals and then they wear the bracelet for as long as As possible. As long as possible, even showering with them on. Because you can't, Can't you'd have to cut them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they become all ratty and just disgusting. (laughs) And you see people who go to like all the festivals and they have like an arm full of like... It's like a gauntlet made out of tatty 
Because yeah. it's the only way to like show people that. Yeah, it's like a this... mark of pride. Yeah, it's strange. Also, do you know about? It's so funny how you pick up these random pieces of trivia. Do you know about rave candy? No. It's those multicolored bead bracelets and stuff that you sometimes see people with whole arms of. Yeah. They're very, they're like garish colors. They're very kind of cheap looking. It's that costume jewelry type beads. Apparently, based on what I read, it's part of rave culture that as a friendly gesture, because you have an armful of this cheap tat and the other person does as well, when you meet someone and you want to show kind of hospitality or, you know, just friendliness, you shake hands and then you put one of your pieces onto their arm and they put one onto your arm. And so at the end of the rave, you have collected all new quote-unquote oh, rave candy. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's weird That's how cool. subcultures create these little yeah. rituals of kind of initiation and... I think that's cool. It's strange. It's I know strange. you're like always cheap tap, but like fuck you, honestly. <laughs> you I want like to become it. a rave girl? Yeah. Da, 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 I met da, this da, pretty da. rave girl. Always thinking about her. Gonna touch her booty. Gonna touch her titties. Consensually. <laughs> um, yeah. So I see the rubber bracelets. Are you just saying the mega hat? You think of any real thing though? Is um, what I was trying to get to. Double denim. Really? I'm a single denim type of guy. If you went on a date <laughs> with a girl and she was wearing, what, a denim skirt and a denim... G-string? Jacket? You know when you get that denim rubbing up against your yeah. jennies? You get that rough denim. <laughs> no one wants wet jennies when they're wearing denim. What? So if she was wearing, like, a denim skirt no, or jeans... No, it was jeans, just a joke. Oh, crap. It was just jesting. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. I mean, if it was a T-shirt that said something stupid, if she was wearing a T-shirt that said, I drink white male tears, yeah. I think I'd probably, you know, hit the old fire alarm and get the fuck out of there. No, I don't like smiley faces. Not emojis. Right, the old-fashioned... There's old-fashioned smile where it's just like a T-shirt full of smiley faces. I hate that shit. You don't often see that very often you now. Do, Are you dating man. 65-year-old retirees? Know, you do. Okay. Who have memories of going to Woodstock? <laughs> okay. I can't access my questions. <laughs> <laughs> They're encrypted. Let's see if I have a question. In case quick. the NSA wants to read them and add some kind of, you know, propaganda questions. Your next question is, why do the intelligence services keep us so safe and yet we do nothing but denigrate and distrust them? Anyway, go on. What's your next question? Speaking of, what behavior is often mistaken for intelligence? Uh, okay, I'm going to say this as a preface. I find people who um, call stuff out as quote-unquote pseudo-intellectual to be, generally speaking, infinitely more insufferable than the people that they are calling yeah, out. me too. I think that's one of the worst character traits. You, For example, if someone uses the word middle-brow... I vomit in my mouth a little bit. What's middle brow? In between low brow and high brow. Oh, okay. But how would they use it? They would say, you know, someone might be talking up, a, you know, an art house film. And they'd say, oh, that's not, it's not as smart as that. It's just middle brow. It's, oh, it's the illusion of kind of clever cinema. Yeah. But it's actually just for the plebs to make them feel like <laughs> that they enjoy 
you know, high art. I hate that pseudo thing as well. I feel like it's often insecure people saying, trying to shit, trying to like preemptively shit on someone who is more intelligent because they don't know what to say in response. Um, You know that, I don't know, mine is probably, yeah, when people like make jokes about like I don't need to use like big words a five dollar word to like prove my but they're saying it because they don't know any five dollar words like and another one is this is a bit of a weird one the cash register of their vocabulary is full of pennies if you will is that like a real saying or (laughs) sure you just made it up if it was profound enough to sound like one then I, I take that as a compliment a lot of opinions okay. can sometimes make it seem like a person knows a lot of things about a lot of things, but really they just have a lot of emotions. I think I have thought of an authentic answer to your question. Mm-hmm. People that make a big deal out of not liking Marvel films or whatever the popular, uh, like, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever. It's fine if you don't like it. That's fine. No, it's not going to be for everyone. But when they make this big, grandiose stand of, mm. you know, this is for the plebeians and I see through it because it's just cheap, vulgar entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> it was on my, my toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when I they tried to too. use that as a way to say, I'm better than you. Yeah. I, when they're trying yeah. to say what art is and isn't, that fucking annoys me. Sure. Because it's whatever you decide to create. It's what it, The whole point is it's whatever you want it to be. And I get that you just want to make, like... I mean, Scorsese with his fucking shit. When Marvel it's like you just want to make You just want to make mob movies. That's all you want to <laughs> oh, do. Oh, damn. Like, Hot take. And the thing is, I usually like Scorsese movies, but don't be a dick about it. Hashtag Duncan on Scorsese. And you know, he was involved in the Joker movie originally. Sure. So, come on, guys. That's kind of... That is actually... A cinematization. No, but it's you know <laughs> of, what I mean. Of it's superhero rooted, films, it's rooted in the yeah. comic books. I just think people who shitting on it, it's like they're threatened. Yeah, your movies aren't. People aren't going out to the cinema to see your movies because cinema's fucking expensive. So people want to have, they want to be blown away in a fantastical way. If they're only going to go once every six months, like us, I watch a wide ranging. An array of like different types of movies. This is true, and yet we only go to the cinema to see blockbusters because it is expensive, and that's you want to go when it's like going to be really visually yeah. spectacular because that's the whole point. I mean, it's weird. I didn't say this earlier actually, and I wanted to when we went to see Joker. I feel like it was the first sort of quote unquote serious movie we'd been to the cinema to in a while. And it was so uncomfortable during certain scenes. It was so tense. Because you really realised all of a sudden, I'm in a cinema with strangers while this really weird thing on screen is happening and we're all now really uncomfortable and I don't know what to do. (laughs) I realised I don't like seeing fucked up films in the cinema. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Because of that uncomfortable atmosphere, Uh, I prefer to see them in the comfort of my own home. uh, I want to see a summer blockbuster at the cinema. I know what you mean. On that huge screen with the speakers blasting. That's what I... I don't want to watch something like that in the company of strangers. I would, but I'm 
Sure, we you're easy breezy. I'm a bit of a weirdo. I may be accused of hypocrisy, I now realise, because I tend to shit on pop music in the same way that someone might say people shit yeah, on Marvel films. However, let me just say this. My objection to pop music is the fact <laughs> that it's so often so low effort and shoddily made and overall homogenous. That sameness is what I'm criticizing. Yeah. And but whereas when you look at something like the Marvel films, they are exquisitely well made versions of what yeah, they are trying they to are. be. You might not particularly dig that, but the artistry in what they're doing is undeniable. It's just a different kind of artistry. It's kind of like when you're a photographer and you're all about the film and you don't care for the digital. It's like that. Scorsese's the film photographer. Throwing some Z's in there. And what? He gazed it. And Marvel is the digital. Right. That's what it's like. And I was kind of like that when I was a photographer. I preferred film, but I still like digital. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's those rapid markers of elitism. I'm better than you because I do the thing that's older yeah. and more difficult and more prestigious. Okay, we need to we need to try and yes. shorten these answers. Okay. It's your turn. Okay. For a whole year... You have to wear a T-shirt that has a single word written on it. Which word do you choose? Keep in mind that this has to speak for you in every first encounter. It has to embody you in some way. Off the top of your head, instinct, what word do you think I'm going to say? Lovely. Do you know me at all? Oh, okay. I was going to say <laughs> cunt. What? <laughs> That's aggressive. Wait, but does it have it? A- is it an exclamation mark or a question mark? It's a period. An ellipsis? No, it's just a period. Oh, okay. As in a period. Wow. <laughs> Taking a stand. I'm just kidding. Um, what word? Just a word? Yeah. Has to be a single word. For a word. whole year? Yeah. Wherever I went? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Cake. Because cake is for every occasion. <laughs> and also, I want people to, A, think I look like a cake, and B, offer me cake. So shouldn't it be cake question not, mark? And if they're not doing any of those things, they need to be. Because it's a request. Yes, question mark. Interesting. Cake question mark. What if it's cake question mark on the front and then cake exclamation mark on the back? Yes. Like you're asking cake? And then when they don't give it, you're like cake. Cake. Yes. Give me the fucking cake. Yes. My first instinct. I like that you said lovely. Yeah. But you didn't mm. in the moment. Yeah, because I really thought you were going to know me. You chafed moment. against it. And you didn't know me. As if you? it was some kind Turns of. Turns out you don't know me at all. Venomous insult. When are you going to know me, huh? <laughs> this is all one word. I love it's... you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> As your glasses fall off your face. I was just like eating them. I thought they were Apparently. cake. Involuntarily hyphen stinky. No, because that's I have two to words. wear the same shirt no. every day for a year. I want people to know that I, I, I may be malodorous, but it's not by choice. That's two words. I can't wash this shirt. I've got to wear it every day. I need you to know that I have good hygiene. But this has been inflicted upon me. You cheated at your own question. Yep. 
You only get to have stinky. <laughs> or involuntary. Yeah. Involuntary is not bad because then people would know that it's not your choice. What would I actually what have? What would be not your choice? They don't know. They're, yet, they're left to interesting. wonder. Um, what would be my real choice? Hello. That's a good all-purpose. Boring. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Boring. Um, I could just put an actual brand name on there. Like you could, <laughs> and pretend it's. Do you not think of an answer? <laughs> I did. I gave it to you. It was the best I Just could do. Just stay with Stinky, then. That's better than anything else. What's like the coolest? What are the Visco girls wearing right now? I realize I don't know what a Visco girl is. No, I me looked neither. up the E boy and the E girl, and I didn't look up anything else. What's the coolest brand right now? I don't know. Oh god, call yourself a fashionista. Oh, I think you know what brands are in again. Things like Kappa. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I heard someone on an American the popper, oh. the poppers. <laughs> someone, an American on a podcast the other day, made a reference to Umbros. Yeah, and it's Umbro. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I shiver ran down my spine, yeah. rupturing at every vertebra. <sighs> my dad bought me. This is before I liked pink. I didn't like pink until just before I met you. So I went 25 years not liking pink. In fact, actually not liking pink. And when I was about seven, my dad decided to buy me like a duffel bag, like yeah. a leather pink Oh my God. duffel bag. Pink leather? Bright pink. Oh brighter than my hair. Super bright neon pink umbro What bag. does a seven-year-old need th- a duffel bag for? I think it was umbro. To get into? It was like a PE bag. Oh. And I had to use it. And I, was so, I remember being so embarrassed. Sure. I don't know what. I mean, I was just embarrassed about everything back then. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Looking back now, it's so stupid to have been embarrassed. But I was. I was really, sure. really embarrassed. But that's the end of my story. Okay. What's okay. the next question? Quick question. Um, do I have any quick questions? Just go in order, woman. They can all be quick answers if you have brevity in your soul. Okay, let's do some, like, I've got some family slash holiday questions. You have multiple in that category? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is a question specific to you. Oh, gosh. It's a three-part question. No, I disallow this. They can be quick. Right off the bat. Why don't you celebrate any holidays? What do you wish was a holiday that was celebrated? And what holiday... However, do you hate the most? Why don't I celebrate holidays? Because you don't. You don't even really celebrate birthdays. I don't. You don't care about a cake or a card. You don't care about doing anything special on the day. I'm not going to give you a in-depth, elaborate, convoluted answer because it's very simple. I just don't care. I I just don't care. (laughs) Christmas is the only holiday that actually... I mean, I actually feel the effect of, I feel, you know, when it's, it's Christmas time, you yeah. have that kind of sensation of just want to, you know, cuddling around a fire and watching Christmas movies and we never opening do presents. That. No, we don't. We never do that. Because last time I set things on fire, you complained, to be fair. Yeah. What was the second question? 
This is why you shouldn't have given them to me in a shotgun blast. What do you wish was a holiday that was celebrated? You can make one up or you can, you know. Um, that's a weird question, man. Yeah, well. um, you know how there's Martin Luther King Day? Why isn't there Malcolm X Day? I don't think you're being serious. <laughs> so I'm not going to... I'm being a little bit serious, to be honest. I don't know. There's nothing that springs to mind. We don't have any days. You know, like in America, they do have Martin Luther yes. King Day and they have other days for people where they have days off. We don't have any days like that, do we? Not that I can think. Not that... The only singular days we have are bank holidays and they're not related <laughs> to any people. Do Americans have bank holidays? No. They sometimes have, I think, the Monday off when it's like a long Thanksgiving-y type weekend or, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think they have, they're not called Ben holidays and they're not for the same reason. Maybe we could celebrate the summer solstice as if we were pagans. Do you want to do that? Praise the sun on our knees. Do you wish that that was a thing? I don't know, I can't think of anything else to be honest. What was okay, the third what question? what holiday do you hate the most? What holiday do I hate the most? I think I know the answer to this. Hmm, that's a good one. There's several prime candidates. What holiday do I hate the most? I think I would have to say oh, I'm torn between the two. Just say the two. Um, either or New Year's Day, I would say, because it's so pointless. I hate it, and and then Boxing Day is so stupid. It doesn't. I mean, Boxing Day is is that's just a that's British just thing, a British right? Thing. And that again is like a non, totally non-event. Yeah, the 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 sheer grating pointlessness of New Year's Day is does get. It does gnaw at me a little bit. A honourable mention has to go out to Valentine's Day. I thought you would say Valentine's I Day. I know this is something that everyone says, but it can't be stated enough. It is just a made-up day created by greetings card companies. They're it all means made nothing. Up days. They're all made-up days. It creates tension in relationships and disappointments, and it's just <laughs> it's just overall a bad thing that should be eliminated. <laughs> okay. My why don't you celebrate any holidays doesn't relate to me because I like holidays, but I wish that we did celebrate holidays, some of the holidays, a bit more than we do. Because holidays around here, me, with me and you, I mean, aren't celebrated almost at all, except for birthdays, because you know I like yes. my birthday. Is a birthday a holiday, though? Well, I meant... Why don't you particularly like any of that is yeah. what I meant. So just for that question, I would say that. Um, and then <clears throat> what do you wish was a holiday that was celebrated? I'm going to twist mine a little bit. I wish Halloween here was hyped up like it is in America. Okay. Because even though we, we do get it more and more, it's every year it seems to be a bit more and more we're getting into it. But it's still, I mean, we don't get trick-or-treaters. Almost no one I know gets trick-or-treaters. There's not, I feel like in America, 
you could probably just like wander into a Halloween party. They're just everywhere. Clubs and places, they're just everywhere. Sure. I wish, and there's like lots of like scary house type situations to go to or fun things to do. Yeah. And surrounding that, pumpkin patches. <laughs> I'm sure you have these here in like the country. Is that something you really want? But I just like that whole thing. Okay. That whole hoopla, yeah. I want it. And we don't have it. And I wish, I mean, we have it to a certain extent. And you can obviously make it what you want. But I wish it was like crazy. Like even in schools, I feel. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> what holiday do you hate the most? I hate New Year's Day. I hate New Year's Eve yeah. and New Year's Day. It's a fine choice. I have this really odd aversion to New Year's Eve, and I think it might be because of, like, bad memories happening. But also, you know what it just makes me think of? People fighting. Yes. Probably because of the bad memories. It just, yeah, I feel like it's notoriously bad for just, like, violence. And... People getting drunk and brawling in the streets. Yeah, glassing each other. Sure. And I hate it. And I really fucking detest... New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I detest the shit out of them. Okay. Because they're usually all, all about restricting something for some sure. stupid reason. Oh, I'm going to lose weight. Oh, I'm going to go on a stupid diet. Oh, I'm going to like <clears throat> stop loving myself in some kind of way. And <laughs> okay. it's just utter shit. Okay. I and get I feel that. like people try to force those types of things onto you. Yeah. And then New Year's re- resolutions definitely have that inherent aspect of self-flagellation yeah it's a it's depriving yourself of something yeah it's very rarely that people make constructive yes it's strange like i have a new year's resolution where i'm gonna be more responsible it's never that it's just i'm gonna like change myself in some way because of the or the way other people it comes from like a place of shame and inferiority and insecurity Mm. and then my last thing would be I realise I really don't like Christmas Day. What? Yeah, I like Christmas time. Okay. Like, as soon as it starts to become Christmas time, like after Halloween. Sure. I enjoy the time. I enjoy the winter. I enjoy the sparkle. I enjoy the Christmas music, the Christmas movies. I do even like Christmas food and Christmas presents. However, I realise as soon as it gets to Christmas Day, it has a really weird feeling to it. Almost like an anticlimax. Yes. And I hate it. <laughs> and also I hate the weird, awkward, familial aspect of it when you have to see people you don't really know. Yes. And there's this weird obligation to give gifts and cards to people you don't know. And to hang out with them for the whole day. And it's really just like stressful. Sure. And crap. So I like Christmas time. In fact, I used to fucking love Christmas time so much, like obsessively. Christmas Day. And that's not the case anymore. Yeah, it's kind of been eaten out of me. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it's subsided a little bit, but you still are a Christmasaholic. Yeah, I realise it's sad because it used to be my family, and I don't really have a family that much anymore because people have scattered or they've died or they've left. Sure. And it's like... There's been a diaspora of the jones family would you say yeah. i feel like me and you were trying to make i don't know how to 
Um, also, it's not the Jones family, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, I feel like I don't. Uh, me and you are trying to kind of yeah. like make a few. Like I, I made Christmas dinner last yeah. year, and we have our own Christmas rituals. Yeah, I like, and to they're think. more meaningful because we actually really want to do them. Yeah, I have a lot of strange Christmas memories, man. Yeah, I have some negative memories. Yeah, me too. I, my mom kicked me out of the house on Christmas Day one time. Yeah. Like that was actually, the first Christmas I knew you. Yeah, actually banished me. Um, and then I have some really nice memories of going out yeah. for dinners with my with my grandfather and uncles mm. and cousins and whatnot. It's a mixed bag. It's not. It's kind of yeah. painful to dip into because you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, one of my worst. I'm not even going to say it because it's so <laughs> horrible. But one of my worst memories ever is a Christmas Day memory. Yeah, that's not good. And there's, there's more. There's more even behind that. I one of my worst things is also a New Year's thing, so that it just makes sense that. Yeah. But yeah, so we've both had <laughs> some <laughs> shitty time. Easter, however, is quite delightful. It's not a real holiday because you know what I like <laughs> an Easter egg. <laughs> you do like Easter eggs a I lot. I do like Easter, Easter egg egg chocolate. Lot. Is very specific. Yeah, it's like Advent calendar chocolate. It's kind of cheap and very specific tasting, but it's good for that one time. No, I don't like the cheapies. I like the dairy milk yeah, Easter whatever. eggs. How dare you? Um, I know what you mean, though. The other, it is exactly like advent kind of chocolate in a different shape. It really shape. is. Yeah. There's the so many. I like the colours of Easter. That's why. Right. Because it's all pastel, pinks and blues. There's a lot of shit. Britishisms to do with Christmas that I really just. You know how it'd always be like. There's going to be a movie on at 7pm on BBC. We're all going to get together yeah. and watch it. I'm sure they have that in America I know, too. but it's just, I have very specific memories of shitty films yeah. I had to sit through because... It's always the same yeah. movies. Okay. Let's move on. Who's, is it my question? <sighs> Isn't it Christmas crackers? And your mum making you wear the hat all day long. Oh, God. Those... those <laughs> <laughs> Gossamer thin paper yeah. hats that just rip at the slightest touch. Make okay. my cheeks hot just thinking about it. Sure. Okay. Talking of which. I have... Do you have while quick... we're on the family thing, okay. I wanted to... Do you have quick questions? I don't know. Okay. you, can, I, you can... I feel like maybe we already covered this question. I was going to say, what's the weirdest slash stupidest fight you've had with a family member? I don't appreciate this question. <laughs> I don't want to dish it's the It's okay deets. if you don't want to. Weirdest, stupidest fight. Um... It doesn't have to be worse. It can be something silly. Like, is there anything maybe you ever fought with your sister, but it ended up being a really big fight, but it was over something so stupid? I'm trying to think. I I don't... I've had a lot of stupid fights with my mum, but they're nothing to... They're yeah. not really story. They're not, like, interesting stories. It's just yeah. the typical... Maybe we don't go this one, then. I, I will I say like... this. On a light-hearted note... Yeah. Should I tell the tale of the chicken? Yes. This wasn't a fight. Because I realise I don't really have an answer for this. But, okay. But this was a weird thing between me and my sister. It wasn't a fight, but it did get a little bit heated in that she had this little toy chicken that... Poops. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a there's a chocolate in the UK called mini eggs. Yes. They're like little colourful chocolate, chocolate, very sugary eggs very tight like the size of your thumbnail and you could put them in this little plastic chicken that was very 
cartoonish looking and you'd put them all into the like you know torso cavity and then you'd push down on the top and it would as samantha so <laughs> artfully and so diplomatically said it would poop out a little mini egg and you could eat it <laughs> I, so weird. I will insist to my dying day and in fact the last words in my will are that this chicken was fucking mine to begin with have you got it no i no. don't I, I don't know where it is she probably has it yeah. stashed away somewhere she visits it now and again yeah she lets it poop to re- reflect on her victory over me <laughs> but i insist that i had this chicken first and keep in mind this is back when i was like 10 or whatever and she's only a couple of years older than me and we both really liked this chicken there was just something very funny about the way its little wings would come up when you press down on it and so i had it I don't remember how I got it, but I'm pretty sure I had it first. She came into my room, <laughs> stole it in the dead of night under the cloak of darkness with no regard for morals or ethics or legality. Stole it, took it away. I stole it back. She stole it back. I stole it back. She stole it back. You used to have this back. when I met you because yeah. <laughs> I used to play with it. And it became this like thing where... It wasn't an argument, but it was kind of stop taking this from my room. Yeah. And it was really just the symbolism that kind of <laughs> symbolized the fact that we hated each other being in the other person's room. Yeah. If I knew that my sister had came into my room when I was not there, yeah. I was furious. And she would a lot because she 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 had a Monica-esque obsession about oh, cleaning. Yeah. So she would clean my room and just move stuff and put stuff away. And That's I'd never weird. be able to find anything. So knowing that she had taken the chicken would tell me that she'd been in my room and she had found it wherever it was stashed. And so, yeah, that's like a little, that's a lighthearted story. A light-hearted. Let's stay with the light Because you were fishing for some kind of scandalous. No, I wasn't. But I realized we both have like serious things we could say. And I, yes. I think we're trying to keep it. So that's a story for another day, I Indeed. think. Indeed. Okay, let's see if I have any quick ones. Yeah, you do a quick one um... and then we'll go back to me. What you got there on your little list? On your little scroll that you're unfurling. What is something you can say during a family dinner that you can also say during sex? (laughs) Pass the gravy? No, I don't want to be filled up with gravy. What about that white gravy? I'm always trying to put stuff in my butt. (laughs) (laughs) I have said that at many a a family dinner. Ew, did you just say white gravy? Yeah. What the fuck is white gravy? It's like you... um, I think you put it over chicken. I'm not sure. I don't think I've ever tried it. But it does exist. It sounds disgusting. What else could you say? That's delicious. Can I have some more? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm struggling to think. I'm full. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, choke me, daddy. Or is that just my family dinners? That's just your family dinners. Oh, okay. Interesting. I just imagine you saying that to your dad. <laughs> I can't even believe you said that. I call him Zaddy, so it's different. Um, <laughs> He'd be so confused if you called him Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. What? I think I'm full, and can I have some more? Are pretty good. Fill me up. Yeah. If you're if you're holding, I'm up. ready. Fill me up. Can I have some more yogurt? What the fuck? On my face. You could have just said, can I have some more milk or cream? But instead you said yogurt, the worst of the white substances. That's not true. What about anthrax? No. 
You've gone mad. Is okay, that... we're trying to make this quick. You give oh, okay. me a question. Okay, let's see what else I've got that's quick. What's something you really resent paying for? The obvious one, which we've talked about, is water. Is water. Yeah. Finding out that you have to pay for water fucking sucks. Is, that's what transitions you into adulthood. Yeah, Because you learn about how much the world sucks. I'm pretty sure I remember finding that out. Yeah. Okay, aside from that, um, what is something I resent paying for? Now that Labour suggestion, or they're proposing, rather, that internet be free. I'm not... Oh, I resent paying for transport. Okay. Because, I don't know, I just think if you want people to succeed and, like, be able to do their best... So many people can't do things because they can't get there. Yeah. Or they can't get there reliably. And they can't afford it, or it's too far, it costs too much money, etc. And I just think everything would be better. If if you could go free, <laughs> especially with the like privatization and stuff of the trains, and how the trains are constantly going up every year in price, and we have the most expensive, um, you know, cost of trains yeah. anywhere in Europe, and it's just really ridiculous. My brother, he's like currently visiting like his girlfriend in Germany on and off. A flight to Germany is cheaper than a train to London. And it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing to us? I agree with you. So, yeah. That is a real thing that people argue for, that that public transit should be free. Yeah. Because it's already subsidized mm. in a lot of places. A lot of places are already paid by your taxes. Yeah. So why are you still paying at a entry fee? Or at the very least, have it be free when you're going to education and work. If you can say, I have to travel to work every every weekday, or I have to travel to school three times a day a week, at least that's paid for. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's not going to be free for everyone to do anything, at least have it be free for that. Sure. Yeah. Because think, think about people who work in certain places, but then they still have to pay for parking. Sure. But they work there. Yeah. <laughs> and they still have to pay for parking. You know what annoys me as well? What a hustle. Going, having to go to the hospital and having to pay parking. Yeah. What the fuck? That's just straight up grifting yeah. money from people who have no other choice. God. Yeah. In America, you have to pay. I know you have to pay medical bills. But you also have to pay for your ambulance. Yeah. It's insane. It's so insane. I. The new Labour manifesto. It's pretty wild. I admire that they actually have some radical mm. proposals in there. I mean, it's easy to have some pie-in-the-sky shit when you know you have no chance of winning an election. Let's see if half of that is still there when they contest an election they can actually win. But still, there's a lot of stuff in there that's bold, mm. it's forward-thinking, it's interesting, and a lot of it is nationalizing a yeah. lot of utilities, making them free. It's an interesting idea, honestly, the fact that Maybe internet should be free. It's so yeah. integral to people's lives, and you're so crippled if you don't have it's the internet. It's now become a part of life. Yeah. You kind of have to have it. It is interesting to think about what the effect would be if that was free. The, the Labour Manifesto thing, it's like if you didn't know anything else, all you learn to see is that it's so good, you know it's not going to happen because <laughs> we're not that lucky. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's so good, it makes me want to cry. It makes me want to Lily Allen this place up, you know? I guess. 
I just want to, yeah. It makes me sad thinking about it because I don't have a chance. Yeah. Honestly, I'm glad that they, they won't win because if that red commie scum Corbyn <laughs> got his way, he'd take away all our freedoms and replace it with socialism. You need to make sure people know that this is a no, joke. No, I don't. If you don't because understand it's... you have a type it's... of humour where you can't tell. No. My irony is very bold-faced, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me see. Have I got any quick ones? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do I have any quick ones? Oh, okay. I've got one. Have you ever came so hard you saw colours? Two things. Is this your question that you think I'm not going to answer? Maybe. And second, you know that that's true. Oh. So is that why you asked it? I don't know. <clears throat> one time specifically... We were at, this is when we first <laughs> were together. Okay. We were at your place. And My place. <laughs> there was an oral situation. Oh, hmm. Some nice <laughs> cunnilingus happening. <laughs> and I came so hard that I saw like flashing colors and then I cried because it was so Good. It was a kaleidoscopic orgasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I can remember it still. That's how. And this was eight and something years ago. Yeah. And I think I've seen colors after that, but nothing. That was like a very special. I don't know if it was a combination of things that helped to facilitate the rainbow of love. The acid tab that you put on your tongue. Maybe you drugged me, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you were like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Trouble. I'm going to put that on my sexual resume. Yeah, but you are. Do you ever tell her about the night of five times? Honey, that was with Carol. Yeah, but did you ever tell her about the night of five times? I think it's still worth mentioning. <laughs> to be honest. To be honest. We've had some nights of five times. To be fair. We had a day of seven times. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Ah, to be a woman. <laughs> Hashtag multiple orgasms, you know. Yeah, it sucks for men, to be honest. It does. Uh, what was hugely hyped, then flopped, or what should have taken off but didn't? Okay. I'm going to say the segue. <laughs> I feel like I don't know why that's not being used by everyone. So is this is something you think should have taken off? Yeah, that, I mean, I hate walking. Okay. I fucking hate it with a passion. And if I could just never walk places, like I want to be on wheels of some kind, you know? So I don't know why. Is it the price point? Was it? Did it never come down in price with the never cheaper versions? Is that why? Or is it like this weird... Now that something cool has happened, we're just going to ban it everywhere because it's <laughs> like because aren't they banning scooters? Yeah, you in can't use places? electric scooters. It's technically not legal to use electric scooters on British streets, which is just totally draconian yeah. and stuck in the past. Like, what's the reason? Because it's dangerous. But I suppose I think if you're an adult, you need to be able to make the choice sure. and then like 
be responsible. When we lived in London, the scooter was becoming more and more, not just electric scooter, yeah. but just a regular scooter. They were, it was starting People to become suits, like, widely adopted. Yeah. I think you should definitely be able to use them in anywhere a bike can go, any kind of yes, bike lane. Yes, 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 yes. Because it's the same. T- you can have an electric bike, so why yeah. can't, yeah, I don't know. Along with the Segway, the hoverboard. That's that's one that I thought was that's the opposite for me. That's overhyped, <clears throat> and I'm glad it disappeared because it's stupid. Segways Why are completely different. Segways are actually made for traveling. Yes, hoverboards are this stupid gimmick that appealed to thirteen year olds for one Christmas. Why? Because they're not. You can still travel with them. I know, but they're not. They're what's the word? Impractical. Not- yeah, they are a bit less kind of, you can't control them as well and you have to, a bit like a skateboard in that it's actually, have you stood on a skateboard? Of course. It's actually hard. Yeah. <laughs> the balance is like crazy. That shit that that Tony Hawk does, it actually yeah. like requires just skill. Just even standing on it is hard though. I tried to do a 1080 just like <laughs> off the bat and I just fell on my face. <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't make fun of me, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, something that was overhyped that flopped i'm gonna go on a limb here because i know it still exists and i know it will always exist but when it was first being introduced it seemed like this was going to be this game-changing thing where we were going to start living in sci-fi movies video calling video calling seemed like it was going to become the new normal like why would you voice call someone if you could just video call them instead but it's actually don't say it is. When do you I video call people? I think it depends. Well, it, de- it depends. Uh, gosh, what a stance to take. Well, <laughs> if I called you from my mum's, I wouldn't call you on the phone. I WhatsApp video you. You've almost never done that. That's not true. Almost never. That's a lie. <laughs> That's an actual lie. Connect me to a polygraph. Let's do this. Unless the signal's really bad, I will video call. But ninety percent of your phone calls are. I don't speak to anyone on the phone, okay. so it doesn't. Now count. you're just being difficult. Well, it doesn't. Okay, ninety percent of my phone calls are voice only. Yeah, and but you're not. You're okay. Not, just let me let me say my piece, yeah. and then you can make these silly rebuttals right, if right. you so choose. It seemed like. V- when smartphones were first being introduced and you, people were wowed by the, the FaceTiming on iPhones and whatnot, it seemed like that was going to become the new normal. That was going to be the default because it was so cool and it was so much more advanced and it added that e- extra expressive layer of actually being able to see the other person's face. It seemed like you would do that unless there wasn't good enough signal and then you would revert back to the you know old-fashioned voice only. But it actually has not been like that whatsoever. People do. You just don't. No. I mm. bet you $100 million that 85% of all calls in Western countries where a lot of people have smartphones are still voice. Nope. You shake. Based on what? You just don't. When your mom calls you, she's always trying to video <sighs> call you. And this is your mom. Yeah, but that's my mom. My mums like to see their children. <sighs> Whatever. There's actually, it's funny that this popped into my head. There's a, a small section in the David Foster Wallace novel, Infinite Jest, which is one of those things that if you bring up, you'll be accused of, you know. Yeah. 
anyway. By people who haven't read it, by yeah, the way. Yeah, of course. Where it's just really... Because this book was written in 96, so it's very prophetic. Where he's talking about how in this alternate future that he's writing from, he's talking about why video calling never took off. And how people got so insecure they started to use filters over their faces so they didn't have to worry about how they looked and then eventually they started to use actual prosthetic masks and then it just it progressed progressed and progressed and the reductio ad ad absurdum of it was that eventually they just put little scenes little kind of miniature scenes in front of the camera to pretend as if that was the room they were in and that's the person they were but anyway it's just it was a very astute analysis of wow. why video calling will just never replace voice calling because there's so many added layers yeah. of expectation and anxiety and just physical insecurity you have to worry about mm. it's weird it's kind of makes me think when people like post on instagram or on instagram stories and they have a filter on every single time yeah. that's fine obviously but it's like they want to put themselves out there, but then that insecurity takes over. Yeah. And, yeah. Sure. Crazy. <laughs> what was the question? We've already answered it. Oh, what was hype? Oh, yeah, we did answer it. Okay. What social stigma does society need to just get over already? I'm going to answer first in case you steal it because I can see it cresting your fucking lips. Okay. And I'm going to kiss them to keep that word inside. Mm, yeah. Breastfeeding. Wow, I did not think that you were Breastfeeding, the fact that people still are either scandalized about it or grossed out about it or just in any way weirded out or objecting to the fact that a mother has doesn't have to but a mother breastfeeds her child whenever it needs to be breastfed which sometimes is when you're outside the fact that people have any kind of negative reaction to that or try to sexualize it in some weird way or just try to make those mothers feel Mm. overized is just so disgusting and i can't believe it still exists i don't understand why people are uncomfortable it's like, is it just that you're uncomfortable with a person's breast being out? Because usually you can't see that anyway. Yeah. So what is the problem? They have those little privacy blankets. It's so odd. Sure. I'm going to say the obvious one, which is mental health stuff. Yes. What is the thing from Joker? Oh, it's, it's, such, so it's such a great line. It's When I read it on screen, I was I just thought, that's so... just such a clever thing for him to have written down and so poignant and so well phrased the the i don't know i can't remember verbatim but it's basically wait joker has a notebook yeah in the movie where he writes his jokes and and then at one point yeah and then one point at one point it zooms in and you see that he has written the worst part about having a mental illness is that other people expect you to pretend as if you don't yeah it's just that's yeah. a perfect, perfect, concise way to put that. And it just really gets to the heart of, of why mental illness is so stigmatized still. It's actually rare to come across a person who hasn't ever experienced mental illness. Because even people who don't necessarily suffer from depression, anxiety, they may have had 
bouts of depression fueled by events like, you know, losing a job or something and then having a bout of depression. Even if that depression then goes away when life picks up, they may never be depressed ever again. They've still experienced a form of mental illness. So it's like, it's rare that a person has never experienced that. Sure. So I don't know why it's so complicated for people to just not be a fucking cunt about it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So that's the obvious one, I would yeah. say. And even though I kind of don't want to say an obvious one, it's such a big one that, you know, you just got to. The breastfeeding one was good as well. Whenever I hear anything about that, I'm always just so... I know. Have you got anything better to do? It really shows you how far we have have to go. Jesus. When that such a small... I mean, it's like a part of nature. Yeah. To be... The thing is as well, it's usually from like conservative people who are like against things like abortion and things and want everything to be like natural. God's telling you you should have this baby. And it's like, God's also telling me it needs my breast milk. So what's your problem? <laughs> and it's weird that they direct it against the mothers themselves yeah. as if they just want to flaunt their breasts. Yes. And not feed their yeah. child lest they die. <laughs> not that they would. That was such an extreme thing to say. But I mean, you know on what a I long mean. enough time scale. And I don't believe that like breast is best or anything. I'm just saying that was I just have... a that was just a funny thing to say. <laughs> okay, I have no knowledge of that particular yeah. debate. Um, breast is best is is a funny T-shirt slogan yeah. though. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at my questions. You shouldn't. If I have any more. If the human body updated to version 2.0, what improvements would you like to see? Some kind of armor plating on our skin. And I'm not... You really went in. I'm not being facetious. <laughs> I remember I saw for some um, some kind of drunk driving campaign or something like oh, that. Oh, man. They, scientists put together this, this CGI image of what the human body would have to have looked like like evolutionarily in order to be designed to survive high-speed car crashes the impacts and the the force and whatnot and it's like this really strange looking like the whole body is designed to absorb that punishment and it's got a really thick skull like a protruding forehead you can tell that the bone there is really thick and just the rib cage is really um widened and much thicker and all the the internal organs are protected much better the skin looks thicker more leathery it's just when you think about how fragile the human vehicle is it's kind of disturbing as in someone can take something hard and sharp and push it into your chest without even yeah. much force it doesn't take that much force yeah. get between a rib puncture the heart you're fucked you're dead yeah. I, that's how fragile you are we don't realize that because we now live in a society that has to a large degree removed physical dangers like that but when you think about it, it is frightening it's frightening to think that a book could fall on your head yeah. and could put you in a coma those kind of freakish accents it's weird because like you can bang yourself so many times and everything's fine it makes you think that well, no, banging myself isn't going to hurt. But then, like you said, someone will just get hit in the head by something. Not even that hard. Yeah. And now they're, 
you know. You you have the illusion of durability because you have seen those videos where, well, there's that there's that comic saying that God protects drunks and babies. And when you see those videos of some drunk dude falling off a third story railing and, and then walking it off, yeah. it gives you that false impression that humans are actually a lot more hardy than they actually are. Those are freak accidents where someone got incredibly lucky. In 99% of cases, even the smallest accident can be completely disastrous for your health, can be injurious in a way that completely maims you for life. Mm. And it it's scary to think about, man. Especially having seen the videos where things go the other way. Yeah. I agree with you, but I am going to try and think of something. Okay. I think I would say... (laughs) Things like... Be able to handle stress better. Ah. Because stress slash anxiety affects... Aside from it affecting your mind, it can make you ill in various ways. Stomach issues and blood pressure issues, heart attacks even. So that ability to kind of have the stress bounce off us rather than soak it all in with every single thing that we have. And you can be stressed without realizing, which is the scariest thing. Like sometimes I'll have a panic attack and we're just sitting watching TV and we're not watching anything stressful. You know, we could just be watching Friends and I'll be like, I don't know what's happening. And it's really terrifying and it can fuck you up physically as well as mentally. So I think that would probably be mine, aside from what you said. I wanted to try and... (laughs) Say something. Your one's really good, honestly. I would never have thought about something that abstract. But yeah, to rewire the human brain yeah. so that you're not crippled by anxiety. or May- Yeah, maybe we could just have one part of us that's like the sponge that can soak it all in and then you can like replace the sponge sure. because it's taken on too much. Rather, it's circulating through your whole body. And I would also like night vision. Yeah. If that's a possibility. If that's a it's it's up to you. Well, some animals do have it, so yeah. it's not cats have it. Out of the realm of possibility. Cats see better in night, apparently. I didn't know that. There's a lot of little a little adjustments. Yeah. I would like to see in the patch notes for the next version of <laughs> humanity. I would like night vision. I would like what about built in pockets in your skin? Yeah. So you can carry stuff. That's especially a thing for women. Women never have pockets and things if they don't wear, if they like to wear a lot of skirts and dresses, for instance. We also have an issue with fake pockets. I've told you about this, right? Where a lot of women's clothes have the illusion that there's pockets and then there's no actual pockets. Whereas I feel like almost whatever men wear, there's always pockets. And it's very frustrating. This is why women have to carry around big fucking sacks of shit because we don't have space to put anything <laughs> i don't appreciate your you practicing your tight 15 of stand-up on the podcast mm. for your women only shows i gotta do what i gotta do but that know? is very true i gotta test it out what else would be good hmm probably what about padding on your elbows and knees we've kind of already done that in the arm i think yeah sure padding. Maybe something to do with oh, not needing to pee so much would be great. 
I have what they call a sensitive bladder. As soon as it feels the pee, like, filling up, I need to pee. Even if there's only the tiniest bit of pee there. I'm going to contest this because I always have to pee during the podcast and you almost always go four hours you without peeing. You know why? Because I'm sitting down. As soon as I stand up, I'm going to need to pee. Sure. And also, I'm not drinking anything. You drink while you do the podcast. I don't. I'm what they call someone who can go all day without a drink. Unless I'm going to eat. I had to have a drink with food. But I can get to the end of the day and be like, shit, I've had one small drink today. Sure. And it hasn't. But as soon as I start drinking, I have to pee. And you do have that camel back of vodka at all times. A little hose coming around to your mouth. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> I mean. I'd love that for the listeners. Yeah, I'm just to... like... <laughs> Supping on my fucking potato juice. Interesting that you said potato. I've heard that vodka derived from potatoes is foul. Isn't that what? Is it not all made from potatoes? No, I think is it not. Just certain type. Of I vodka? think there's like a like Russian vodka is more often made from potatoes. Isn't the Russian vodka the good vodka? I don't know. Anyway, you're not you're not down with. You got any other last things to say about <laughs> what else? What about as aforementioned? I would like men to get the ability to have multiple orgasms. Just to make it a level playing field. Oh, you want to make it a level playing field, do. do you? That's news. That's news to me and my kind. <laughs> what kind is that? Pink-haired chubbies? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, me. Yeah, little pink-haired babies. What? Um, I hope a baby doesn't have pink hair. Why not? That's probably indicative of some kind of Discrimination. disease. Baby shouldn't have Ooh, pink hair. I would like the ability for going there uh, to have to have your hair be permanent, no matter what you want it to have. So, version two point you get to choose your hair color. What about eye color? No, let's not go crazy. Oh, for the love of God! Choose your hair color. You pick the weirdest demarcation lines. Well, I don't really ethics. know what you want, but choosing your hair color. The two colours that would be perfect to have is the colour that you want. Like, say, for instance, if I wanted to be pink. But also what colour would be great is blonde, because then you can be any colour. Do you know what I mean? I know this is an incredibly specific reference, but shout out to that receptionist in Total Recall who has some kind of weird futuristic technology where you can tap your nails (gasps) and they change colours. I can imagine that applying to your hair and your eyes as well. That would be so good if you could, like, just touch a colour, like a colour... What the fuck am I looking for? <laughs> like a colour palette of some sure. kind. And then just touch, and it goes. Touch, and it goes. That'd be great. Also, to just have your toenails be painted at all times. Sure. No one wants a clear toenail. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Okay. Tall, <laughs> sleazy, brunette. Anyway. Is that from Total Recall? It is indeed. (laughs) I loved your face when you were saying that. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. And then... Copenhagen. (laughs) Etc. Why are you just saying words? (laughs) I like as well when you said all that and then you kind of came out of it. Your whole face changed. I need a Johnny Cab. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) They just keep coming out of me. I like your impressions. If you give me the opening... And a lot of girls give me that opening. No. <laughs> You're such a fucking... Yeah. Lovely I still have a lot baby. of questions left, and we are... Let's say some of yours, then. 
I think maybe this might go over into a second episode because we're already really? at three and a half hours. Do we want to say one last question each then? Yeah, we do one last question. Save the rest for next episode. Okay. We do like a two-part question a two episode. Part. We just do questions from here to the end of time. I do enjoy the questions. I do as well because then you can talk about anything. It's a nice format. Yeah. Okay. I want to do some movie slash TV show episodes though. Yeah, okay. Where we pick some movies or some TV shows and just talk about them for the There's whole. a very... I, I like that our podcast is kind of... Yes, but it's just one episode know, here or there. But I like it when it's evergreen and it's very it kind of be. open-ended. Where anyone could listen to it at any time that has any degree of Well, they can. Because when we're talking about things like Home Alone... I don't remember that. Home Alone. Well, not really. I was just, I don't know what I was saying. Okay, that. one more you know, question. You say things and you're like, why did I say that? That was that moment. <laughs> okay. What have we got here? I like how we both just went silent as I we're know. reading through. Okay. What? This is a silly one to end us on. What inanimate object would be the most annoying if it played loud pop music, perhaps polka music, whilst being used? What object would be the most annoying if it played music while being used? Loud music. I would like to venture a guess and say Q-tips. Because then you would uh, you would damage your, your old eardrum. But that's where it's if you quick. And there are other ways to clean your ears. Like? I mean, not quite as good as Q-tips, but... Like an anteater puts its long tongue in your ear canal. You just use your fingers. Scoops out the wax. That's dangerous. It's dangerous using cotton buds. But it feels so good, it baby. It does, yeah, it does. feels as good you can as really, the, like, get around the cool the side of the pillow. Oh, yeah. Okay, um... When you used it, you'd blanket on your bed. That would be... Because then it'd be all night. Maddening. What about the toilet? Yeah. That would be advertising the fact that you're using it. And how, for how long? Oh, yeah. you hate to see it. That's not what you want. You hate to you see hate it. You hate to see it. Um, your sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> your mind's always in the gutter because then if you're trying to Samantha, do it like discreetly stealthily yeah well I don't know you don't want sure. a person to know say you live at home your mum comes in and says why is that music blasting why is that I am woman hear me roar in numbers too loud to ignore and just you <laughs> you're coming under a blanket you're trying to muffle it with your yeah. with your knickers. That was good. That was really cute. Yeah. Muffle it with your knickers. You know it. I like that. Um, yeah, I think yeah, we've that's said about all the it. good ones. Okay, you give me one more. Close okay. it out. Okay. We'll stick with the... It's along the same lines. What household items makes it seem like you're richer than you are? Ah. Or, and or, when getting to know someone, what's the thing you might say and then feel the need to follow with, I'm not rich though? That's a good question. You picked yeah. some good ones, man. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you did too. Also, uh, have you not said your ambushy type questions? 
I don't have any ambushing questions. I like this little smile of falsehood. I don't. I don't trust you. Didn't you didn't challenge me to bring Oh, okay. You. Next time, I'll throw a few more in there. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. That's a good question. Something around the house. Um, I feel like it for a long time. This is, I mean, we're talking about kind of more five, ten years ago. But it used to be very impressive if someone had a really large TV. But then at a certain point, it, everyone had yeah, them, HD like TVs became incredibly yeah. affordable, and you could get a fifty-five inch TV for not that much money. But once upon a time, for someone to have one of those huge billboard-sized TVs, yeah. that was like a huge status symbol of I have the money to shell out whatever three grand for this bad boy. What about? It weighs two hundred and fifty pounds. I'd have a forklift come up my stairs to bring it here. God, do you remember how much TVs used to weigh? Yeah, the big box TVs. Yeah, the, with the big back on them. Yeah. Like I like a TV with a, with, a, with a big with booty. With a big back, yeah. You're such a fucking filthy bastard. Panasonic gut <laughs> back. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that cathode ray tube. Okay, go on. <laughs> Um, I would say a coffee maker. Are you from the fifties? Or like, like we have that. Our coffee thing. maker costs six pounds. Yes, I know, but that's because we had like a deal. But I feel like when someone has something like that, you don't realize so many people don't have that. Yeah, do you I, know what I mean? But, so it makes okay. it seem like, well, if you can afford that, I agree with you in a way. In that, I'll. Our type of coffee maker is just the really cheapo, put a pod but in it. But it's still up from a kettle. Yeah, well, of course. But no one's going to say, whoa, look at Mr. Moneybags over here. Because <laughs> these are just the ones you put the pods in and it runs hot water through it. But when you see someone with those big, shiny metal, takes up a whole countertop, it's barista the same. looking. Yes. I, I, one of my family members had one of those. Did they? Yeah, and would have really dainty little espresso cups. And it was really big. And you could tell that this thing must have cost, you know, at least four or five hundred pounds. I would say, yeah, hundreds, if not like a yeah. thousand. It was very impressive looking because there's so many like tubes and yes. knobs and little levers. And it, yeah, that type of coffee machine, I could see someone saying, yeah. okay, this person is aspiration or middle class but our thing does not mean anything i have to tell I you i still think it makes it seem like you maybe not as much anymore but a few years ago okay before the coffee pod thing when it was just like a regular coffee maker yeah i guess i don't know i saw someone on instagram like an influencer or whatever who had one of those like ones that is actually a proper coffee thing from like starbucks but like a smaller version sure i was just like whoa but that cost so much money wow wow i want to be part of her entourage i wonder what else i want to accompany her to instacon instacon in arizona (laughs) of all places i'm surprised that's not a thing you could make friends with an armadillo (laughs) i stopped doing your track somehow i'm trying to you need to tap your microphone now I'm trying to think. There's got to be something else. There's just household little things. Item. When someone has really fancy 
artwork on their walls. Yeah. But you're going to know it's fancy. Yeah. You're only going to know it's fancy if you're fancy. No, that's not necessarily. I don't know. It's like an art lover. You can kind of tell by... if Let me let me say this. Heated floors. Oh, heated floors are nice. But you don't really notice that unless you... Stay over. Stay there for a while. Yeah. I will say this. Whenever you walk into someone's house and you can tell they've actually put time and money into making the aesthetic cohesive and look a certain mm. way, most people's houses are just not like that. Yeah. I find so many people's houses... As if I've been in a lot of people's <laughs> But you see You're houses in various different ways. On TV or, you know, reality TV or... Zillow.com. Friends of friends. Sure. Yeah. So many people's houses don't have personality. Yes. Because either A, they can't afford for it to have personality. Or B, they don't really have personality, but they do have money. So they might have expensive stuff, but it doesn't say anything about them. It's like, yeah, I've got the most expensive fridge. But, like, that doesn't say anything about me. Talking of those pictures you see of really fancy homes, mm. did I just cut you off? Yeah, I was going to say another thing for me okay, go ahead. makes it seem like you might have money is a double fridge. Oh, those big like American-style American fridge fridges where the doors open like a Lamborghini yeah. to each side. Um, and it has, like, an ice maker. Oh, an ice water. maker in the door. Yeah. You'd love to see it. Yeah, it's yeah, a touch yeah. of class. It is. Ice whenever you want. Fuck it. <laughs> Fill the room with ice. Adopt a penguin. <laughs> Freeze yourself. Live until the 21st adopt century. Adopt a penguin? Yeah. I would like to adopt a penguin. Okay, but Rudy would savage it. And the oh, penguin yeah. would be sad and dead. But the penguin could have a baby penguin. Just a little. And it would like sit on it. Because that's kind of what they do. The penguin like buries itself inside. Let's get a baby Yoda, you know. Baby Yoda is 50. Whatever. Let's get a baby Yaddle. That's a no, deep cut right there. Absolutely fucking You'd not. almost think I was a Star Wars fan. No, no. Anyway. Yeah, what were you going to say? Whenever you see those pictures of really expensive, nice homes, the thing, one of the things that always jumps out to me in terms of this person has put a lot of money into kind of silly and practical things, but that look really cool, those staircases where it's just the stairs are almost kind of bars it's it's like a spiral staircase going up into oh. the second floor and each step is its own kind of isolated block. Kind of hard to describe what I mean. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, imagine like... And I, can, I can envision the spiral staircase, but made yeah. out of what? Just anything, metal, wood. Imagine slats of wood going up in a spiral and each one is a step, but there's no... It's there's a gap in between? It's freestanding. It's not... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, to me, is like a real sign of... It's also a very old thing. This is probably a million-dollar penthouse. Yeah. Oh, you know what's definitely one? And it's funny as well, because your mom has one. Well, your mom has a... The place your mom lives right now is really nice, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It's fancy, it feels. When someone has a piano... Yeah. And your mom has a piano... It's a second-hand yeah. piano, though, that Still. she got for really cheap. And it's a, it's an upright. I prefer uprights to grand pianos. I think there's something very... Rustic. Yeah, homey. it also feels like a, like a grand piano or whatever is very, like, classical. And, yeah. like, you know, but an upright is very, like, moody, You can ima- I feel. Oh, okay. We went in two different ways. Because I, I was going to say, you could imagine a family kind of sat yeah, around it. Yeah, it's all festive. All festive. Yeah. yeah. 
grand piano is kind of I imagine myself as a pianist and I'm composing songs yeah. all alone with my cigar and my brandy. Or I have a piano but don't really want to play it. I just like how it looks. Yeah. And Those pianos piano. are incredibly sexy. Yeah. With that shiny black yeah. shine to them that I imagine just picks up hair and fingerprints like a motherfucker. Yeah. You're going to like roll your eyes, but I saw <laughs> Taylor Swift. She was playing a piano and it was like a grand piano, but it was like, had like carvings on it and like right. really pretty stuff. It was really beautiful. It was illegal ivory, right? Why you got to do it? She shot the elephants herself. Hey, kick you. Detusked them. No, don't make me think of that. Learn the art of scrimshaw. I'll fucking detusk you. What? Yeah, you heard me. Horrendous. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. I don't, I cannot possibly explain why this just jumped into my head. <laughs> but I just thought of a really good other answer for that question of what's a thing that would improve the human body. Okay. Women should be able to stay fertile decades longer than they can currently. Yeah. Because then that wouldn't. It, you know, the biological the clock pressure. wouldn't be yeah. ticking against you. Women could be mothers later into their lives when they are more financially stable, more experienced, wiser, in a in a better situation. Yeah, but most of all, it's the pressure. Yeah. Especially now that, like, it's almost like um, we're becoming adults later and later in the sense that you yes. can still be 30 and not really know what's happening with your life or you or you haven't gained the experience yet or you don't have enough money to buy a house because of how like the world is now so i feel like that especially then you might not meet anyone until you're 45 and then it's like shit i feel like it's too late and the whole freezing eggs thing is just ridiculous and when i looked into it not only is it so expensive but the rate is so low and i was reading that in the uk People rarely even use the eggs they freeze, and when they do, it's like it doesn't work. It's almost kind of like a safety blanket. People do it to feel better. I don't need to worry about this anymore. So, I just... Yeah. So, I see what you mean. Yeah, if you could still be fertile when you're even, like, in your 50s. Because people, we always hear about, like, women having kids still when they're, like, 50s, even 60. There was this news article not that long ago about a woman in India... Who gave birth in her 70s. Yeah. It's crazy how you get these freak outliers that just completely rewrite what we think the human body is and can do. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. So. (laughs) I would give men periods. That's not an improvement. (laughs) That's just a a sadistic, malicious. I take away, you know what I take away? It's not that I take away periods, although I would if I if that was possible, I would take away the symptoms. Yeah, okay. The physical act of having a period is not the worst part, believe it or not. Like, the worst part is the PMS and the PMDD and the fact that, like, it can just be insane and it can really fuck you over. And being hormonal, if you have other issues going on, being hormonal makes it worse. So, yeah, I think I'd do that. I can't remember if I didn't say that first time around. Maybe because it's like an obvious thing to say. Sure. If you're someone who has periods, but, yeah. 
I would turn off wet dreams in men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I wouldn't turn off? Wet dreams in women. <laughs> yeah. I'd also make it so... How can I put this? You kind of have a limited sexual stamina. Yeah. You don't have yeah, because to... women have multiple orgasms and sure. they can just keep going. I feel like that's something that's not well discussed. That's a weird way to put it, but stick with me. <laughs> the fact that for men, and I'm just speaking in like heteronormative senses here, that sex is kind of inherently threaded through with anxiety. The fact that you know that you, in some inescapable way are uh, you have the responsibility of not ending things too soon yeah and that you have to quote unquote perform like the the thing the, the the ironic paradox about it is sex as a guy you have to not focus on the things that are the hottest because you will come too quickly mm. so you have to enjoy it but not enjoy it so much that you cut it short yeah and that tension and that sense of self-denial is it's not healthy man it's not good also the when you really think about it the fact that like if a man finishes sooner than he would like how ladylike of you to put or, it or even can't stay hard or whatever it's all just over. Yeah. Because it's that part is is over. Sure. It's finished or it's incomplete in some way. You know? Yeah. Whereas like women, if women have trouble coming, they can still have sex. They can yeah. still enjoy sex. Whereas like I feel like I'm, it's different from There's men. also other options to try yeah. and... Also, I feel like women have like... A, there's like two things going on down there. Do you know what I mean? I like how you've become suddenly coy. <laughs> like, you know, if you don't really enjoy sex internally, that's a horrible way how to How biological. It. But you could enjoy things with like the clitoris. <laughs> Whereas men don't have that. They just have the dick. That's not true. Well, no, you know what I mean? I'm talking in a very... Do you want me to draw you a map of no, the erogenous zones? You know what I mean? But then... Seven. Seven, seven, seven. But men's seven. main thing is their dick. It doesn't have to be, but sure. Okay, but for a lot of men it is. Okay, by default. It's like that's where they want to feel the most pleasure or they do feel the most pleasure and that's where they come from. So, you know. Unless you have seven. retrograde seven. ejaculation. Seven. Which three, is dangerous. Four. Three, four, two. <laughs> <laughs> a five, three, three. Seven. Oh gosh, you were you were on a so run good. for so seven. long. Seven, seven, seven. I also feel like, for I mean, this is true f in both cases, but for guys, in terms of the performative aspect, there are involuntary sort of there are there are ways in which the pressure can affect you, which you have absolutely no control over, in terms of erectile dysfunction mm. or just in terms of you not being able to come or whatever it is that are just so maddeningly innate in in your psychology that you have no ability to consciously interact with or remedy i know that's true in the same way for women but again yeah. the disparity is that a lot is put on men's shoulders in terms of 
being the active partner and being the one who has to kind of keep things going. Yeah. So that's something else I'd fix. Sad willies. Are they sad? I don't know. <laughs> I just felt like saying it. We were joking the other day about putting some googly eyes on your boobs. Some boobly eyes. Only if I can put googly eyes on your balls. Some Michael boobly eyes. No. Why do, remember when there was like a period where all women were talking about how much they loved Michael Bublé? No. I think grandpa. there was. And I say women, I mean mums. What's happening? You'd give a mum a Michael Bublé CD and it would become no. her new porn. No. Michael Bublé and Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> okay, we're ending it now. Yeah, we've gone, okay. We've gone to a strange place. Sure. This... Although I know when I'm like so, because like, my voice goes really quiet. Sure. Whereas like for the rest of the podcast, I'm like really loud. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, <laughs> hi, I'm a little mouse. That's true. I'm a little pink baby mouse. Talking of mice. No. <laughs> We've heard some scurrying in the ceiling, which is quite <sighs> disquieting. It must be said. I think there's a mouse <laughs> stuck in there. <laughs> Oh, it's upsetting. And also one of our lights in the ceiling, because we have like eight lights in this room for some reason. And they're like spotlight lights where you put the kind of light in the ceiling. Yeah, you have to push the bulb up into the ceiling. One of them has been flickering, almost as if a tiny little mouse has been gnawing at the wires. So that's I don't even want to change it, because what if a mouse falls out the hole? Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, we'll leave you with that. (laughs) Tap your microphone now. This episode is pretty late, it should be said. I we think it's been more than a month and a half since our last episode. We don't have a schedule. I, know, I wish just, we would stop talking about it. I just want to point it. out, I, we definitely don't have a schedule anymore, but some crazy shit has happened in the past month or so. Yeah. That we're not going to get into this episode. Maybe in a future episode. I think we should, we'll talk about it next episode. Maybe. Because it's heavy stuff and I wanted this to be a light-hearted yeah. birthday app yeah but yeah just you know it's been a trip man yeah and that's why the podcast was delayed so much yeah i'm never gonna i'm i have now permanently stopped saying the next episode will probably be out blah blah blah, because you just never know what's gonna happen no it's so inscrutable and guessable anyway it's time to read the plugs my love i am i'm really looking forward to food so if you could read those plugs expeditiously i've lost them that would be greatly did you appreciated. Did my love? I did. Oh, my God. I've lost them. I can't believe this has turned into such a production. I can't get them. <laughs> I'm not, like, long enough. What are they? I know them. No, you don't. I know them. I doubt it. Share. Is no, it the, just... Which, I can't find them. You're going to have to get... Reach up. down into the couch cushions of the universe. Reach into the mantle of the earth. They're not there. They've gone. My God, woman. <laughs> Which ones am I reading? Look and you will find. What's the plugs? You know you know what the plugs are. We hope you enjoy it. Yep. See, I could have said all that. I doubt it. I don't need the paper. I had to get up and get it for you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. I had to get one of those little grabber things that oh. old people have to get things off a shelf. Old people? Yeah. Or just people who can't reach. I guess. 
Okay, we hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Please share it with anyone else you think might like it. Sing songy. New episodes are released when we feel like it. You can find the podcast on iTunes and pretty much all of the podcast services. Or you can go to artatpodcast.com. That's A-R-T-A-T, which redirects to our SoundCloud page. (laughs) (laughs) And you can send any feedback or comments (laughs) to artatpodcast.gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, which really helps podcasts like us. We are Art at Podcast on social media, but really that just means Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. It was a, a fine performance. It had kind of a hymn cadence. Yes, it did. Hymns are just hard on the ears, I found. But sometimes they're soothing. No, I don't like hymns. That was soothing. Um, yeah. Why not? No dinner for you. You're going to put it in a little dog bowl? <laughs> no, I'm just not going to give you any. Am I your little puppy? Yeah. Pant for me. <laughs> <laughs> are you choking? Oh, this is so cute. <laughs> that could not have been fun on the mic. <laughs> You pan for me now. You're so much better. This is not good audio, man. Well, I predict. I suck it. I get my tongue. Suck my tongue. Should I? I'm going to suck your tongue. I don't want you to. Well, you can. That's not nice. You like it when I kiss your upper lip and your lower lip separately? I do. <laughs> I like it when I lick your lips. You do like that. I do. Hmm. I like it I'm a lot. Not sure about this. Well, yeah, that was a that was a fine fine little ditty that you composed on thanks, the fly. Thanks, man. <laughs> okay, I'm doing. I need food. Bye. We're just pointing at each other. We're doing little hand gestures. What are you going to have to eat? Kind of like those people at the airports who have like a weird language of oh, yeah. arm movements to bring a plane in. Yeah, that's And weird. they have little, I think it's called semaphore. Little sticks. Signs. I like how you have the right word. <laughs> what are you going to have for dinner? What are my options today? Slop. Let's put, <laughs> slop. And gruel. You could have mashed Brine. potato. Ooh. Let's do a Twitter poll on the Artat Twitter yeah. and we'll just wait for the responses. Yeah. Cut back to me as a skeleton. That's pretty much your only option. <laughs> oh, okay. Then so that there's, sounds there's good. There's no poll to be had. Hmm. Interesting. Mashed potato. Do the mashed potato. Do, do the, the mashed twist. Potato. Do the twist. I'm doing the mashed potato. Is, Is this the, the mashed potato? potato? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. It's hard to do when you're seated. When you're seated. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You are fully loopy right now. I don't know what to do. You are hashtag fruit loopy. Fruit loopy? Yeah. I've never had fruit loops. 
It's like when you go... Is it like Fruit Cheerios? I would assume so. You know, I feel like every time we walk past the American section of the supermarket, Lucky Charms yeah. are always there and they're always £6 a box. Yeah. How good can this fucking American cereal be that people oh, are paying £6 a box? That's $10. Is it? It's $8. Do you know the conversion rate off it's, by heart? It's about $8. You're... I was watching The Crown earlier, and the the guy was about to devalue the pound, <clears throat> like because he he didn't want to, but he had to. But he was like, <laughs> "No longer will the pound be two dollars and eighty cents." And I'm like, Whoa. "What? Crazy! This is the sixties." Yeah, the pound the pound is still highly valued, though. If Scotland ever do, which they I think they should, if they ever do vote for independence and secede, one of the ways that Britain will try to punish them is denying them access to the pound mm. because the pound is still like a very valuable important currency and it's not like Scotland's going to make up their own currency they fucking might the thistle <laughs> that costs five thistles I was like what are you talking about and then I realised <laughs> <laughs> yeah they might just go euros they might what if they start selling things for deep fried Mars bars Tasty. Mm, yeah. 